0: Don't need no money. Don't need no... Fuck, I had the words ready earlier. Fancy motor Fan? car? Don't need no credit card to this Jesus. train. Ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. We're doing Back to the Future today. This is ten forward number thirty.
1: Woohoo!
2: Damn.
0: I believe at the end of last week we said we'd be doing the Back to the Future trilogy. We
2: slightly lied. We we left it vague. Okay. I think I I remember being like, whatever we end up watching, we will cover this week. Ames definitely did say that. Well, we
0: that because we weren't sure if we were doing this at all. We might have just been doing Voyager. We're not. Fuck you. Oh, Next I like week. Voyager. Yeah,
2: it's fine.
1: It's
0: fine. I just next week's episode's a good one. (laughs) It is. I just like insulting the audience because I'm insane. Wow,
2: wow.
0: But yes, today we will be discussing the original 1985 Back to the Future, the famous tale of Martin McFly goes back in time and almost prevents his own birth. Oops! So he has to play matchmaker for his parents with the help of Christopher Lloyd's Doc Brown.
2: Um, Einstein, (laughs) the dog. (laughs) Well.
0: Technically, dogged it's Copernicus in Brown.
3: 1955. That's right. Damn. Different dog. Dogs yeah, different don't live dog, 30 years.
0: That's they—they they do have it as a puppy. So you feel like, oh, it's the lifespan. It's like, no, no it isn't. That's oh, dead. that will
2: be a very unless dog. Unless,
3: <laughs> unless Brown like, just likes
0: that breed.
3: Maybe he, he created a prototype time machine sometime in like the <sighs> late 50s, early 60s, and put Copernicus in it, and then he just vanished, and then just showed the dog just showed up one mm-hmm. day in like 82 and he's mm-hmm. like oh I guess it did work like Maybe Admiral Archer's I'll Beagle I'll finish this project I'll right, go right. buy I'll, I bought this piece of shit DeLorean I might as well do something with it
2: <laughs> we, we do this almost whenever we do a 10 forward episode and that's that we just launch in and forget to introduce ourselves oh yes some people might be listening because they love Back to the Future and have never seen Star Trek a day in their lives but we're usually a Star Trek podcast. that's
0: right? true so
2: you might not know who we are yes Ooh. I'm Chris uh, I'm Sock Hop Ames <laughs> I'm, sock off Ames. It's 50s. I'm poodle skirt j- jitterbug <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> That might be going back a little far. <laughs> and
3: I'm Crispin
2: Weirdo Glover.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he is an odd boy. He is, so, but he is so great in this. World. Oh, he is. He's, he is. He's my, he's my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. I no,
0: I think he's, I've seen like I think three movies he's in, and he is always the right choice, whether or not the movie is good.
1: And I'm sorry. Who is Crispin? Who? The George,
0: George McFly. McFly. George. George. Oh, I love him. Daddy
3: McFly. I love Daddy McFly. It's, a, it's such a weird thing because that the way he plays it. I feel like any other actor doing that, I'd be like, that actor either sucks or they're just over, like over egging the pudding, like governor, governor. But this fucking guy,
2: this fucking guy, somehow
3: pulls off that bizarre overacted. Well, he's just being himself. That's I think that's just. Oh, I know. Like, like
2: Zemeckis has said, like I couldn't, like like. I was trying to get him to do something else and he won't, he can't do it. I remember there was
3: some, some story, it might've been Zemeckis or somebody, uh, an interview I read where they were talking about Crispin Glover and like, there's, there's a scene, I don't know if it's even in the movie, but there was a scene where he had a broom and apparently he was like taking these wide, like comical, like broom sweeps (laughs) Yeah. and the director or somebody was like, can you just sweep, sweep the floor like normal? And and he like just and he wouldn't he wouldn't do it he would just he insisted on doing this like this interpretive but you know it's all dance. it just
0: it all just just works for George like I can't imagine George being played any
3: other way yeah no it's um yeah yeah no I really I, I mean I honestly think I struggle to think of a performance in this movie that was not good I don't know I feel like I feel like it was very well cast yeah. And imagine yeah. that we almost didn't have Michael J. Fox. That's
1: true. Who was the first Well, yeah. so interestingly, they Choice.
0: wanted Michael J. Fox first. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was too busy on family time. Well, I think yeah. the Plus, I studio the, also was a little, like, not sure, but I don't remember. I might be misremembering.
2: I, I don't just, remember that. I, I remember Zemeckis remember, well, yeah. specifically wanting Fox, but yeah. I guess the... Oh, whoever played the mother on Family Ties, the name is gone, was pregnant, so she was getting, like, less and less to do, and Michael J. Fox was getting way more to do on Family Ties. Was like, yeah. we, cannot get, we cannot lose any minute of his fucking time, yep. because he, we need him in all these scenes. Well, he is yeah. the show.
3: Yeah, but it's so, you know, famously, they went to their second choice, which was Eric Stoltz. Which, which is just, who? He, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: I mean, he's, he's still a pretty... I, big,
3: big actor. I he,
2: only know him from
3: Caprica. Yeah, he's in Caprica he which is he, is isn't even stu- that great
2: a show. <laughs> no.
3: He's most famous, I think, for the film Mask.
2: I don't know Mask. What's Mask?
3: Uh, it's a film about a guy that has a, like um, a, a, mask. a deformity. Oh, like an like like elephant like, man, like the elephant, elephant man, man. man,
1: yeah. Oh, and it's like half his face is fucked or something? It's like like it no, it's his, it's his whole face. So oh, it's, it's like, a Phantom yeah. of the Opera ripoff? No, no, it's based on a real guy.
2: What oh. a strange reason to cast this cast this man in this movie then, because that's a different kind of thing. It sounds like. Well,
3: I don't know if he was even. I don't know if mask was before was. or after this. Oh, They it?
2: they cast him. It, they they went to him specifically because of his role in mask. But
3: he's not like a comic actor. No, no.
2: that's what he has specifically said. Why was I cast? Um,
3: he was i to think of some other things. He's he's done a lot of like bit parts and things. I, remember, yeah, I think director. probably
0: one of his more famous bit parts is he's the guy they bring Uma Thurman to in Pulp Fiction oh, yeah. when she's overdosed. He's the one that stops.
1: Oh, sure, sure, oh, sh- sure, oh, man. Yeah, that's wow. him. Oh, he's a so weird stab at Three that. times.
0: But, uh, yeah, they ultimately, it just, it wasn't working. They went to the family ties, people were like, can we make something work? And the making something work was basically Michael J. Fox just didn't sleep for three months mm-hmm. or something, as he did both. Yeah. At full tilt. It
1: was probably the right choice, though. you got to feel like Back to the Future money was probably better than television money. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, well, keep in mind, this wasn't Back to the Future yet. It was, some movie people were working on. I think, actually, that's the thing, is it, it was relatively, for what it is, low-budget.
1: Yeah. yeah, really low budget, but like. they got green screen or whatever—not green screen, green lit for two. Well, it's after based this. Based on Doesn't the mean success it... of
0: this, yeah, this was like going—you know, this was like going into the first Star Wars. No one knew what it was going to be.
1: Well, regardless, it still was the right choice, even if you oh, didn't know it at the time. You yeah, know what
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, a, a movie in general is a thing you want, but there was no guarantee it was going to pay off.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, and I gotta give—I uh, gotta give credit to the, the writers to have set up the sequel in the yeah. last scene right like, <laughs> um, I think that
2: that's, it's just a generic end scene
3: well no but but it, it leaves the door open and it means that if you do a sequel you can just open it with that scene you don't even need to refilm everything all the actors are there you just take that just cut that bit out of the end of one and put it at the beginning of two I can't See,
2: tell not, if this is a I was joke gonna say, because to say it's not
1: fair because we're not talking about two today no I'm just I'm just saying if you were I'm not saying there even is
3: a two I'm just saying if you were to do it
1: You're that's right, what they're you could do are famously not a second or third film in this trilogy. It's a but trilogy of, of nothing, actually. <laughs> but of
0: course, that was actually originally just supposed to be a joke. Yeah. And mm. then the studio came back and they're like, "Hey, you actually want to do more?" And they went, "I'm t- what? We've already no wait. We wouldn't have started writing a sequel that fuck." Mm. <laughs> but was on sequel in the original?
2: I know when when Jake and I were watching it because we had planned to do the trilogy today. Um, but there's a
1: lot of movie there, man.
2: A lot yeah, of and then J- we watch this movie, and Jake tells me, "I feel like we're gonna shortchange this this movie because I know Jake loves this movie." Oh, it's if if we try to cram three movies into one discussion, what yeah, else do well, you have to know. say I about just, that, I Jake? Did, I, mean, I
3: kind of feel like okay, a okay, this movie, in my opinion, completely stands on its own. Oh yeah, it yes. does not, and, and if anything, even though I'm not, I don't hate. I know a lot of people. There's a lot of hate out there for Back to the Future too. I'm not a Back to the Future Two hater. The, admittedly, it's been a while since I've seen. It, I, so I thought we'll see. that
0: was like I thought everyone loved Two and hated
3: Three.
1: I thought the same, um, but I thought that and I, like, I, and that like, and I do, and me. I
3: also love Three. I, I think I I actually think all three movies in this series are very good. They are, except but for two. I but I think that this movie I think <laughs> this movie's exceptional. It's one of the Possibly... you know, in in terms of like movies that are perfect in the sense, like, I wouldn't change anything about them. There's probably one or two things I'd change about this Mm. movie. Um, Rape. Um, Uh,
1: Attempted rape.
2: The tone. The tone that switches from, oh, God, attempted rape, to, oh, let's have a super, super fun (sighs) sing-along. What? Well,
3: also, also, also the ending of, of George being like, oh, Biff. It's like,
2: he just, you know, that's the
3: guy
1: who tried to rape your wife. Do I do wait,
2: to Do Yeah, no, yeah. that's the tone. Uh, that's the tone of this movie. Yeah, yeah that's true. But anyway... Um, make sure um, to add a little beginning. A little yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's back to the future. we got to know to expect it, right? Because it does happen. You don't,
1: though. You don't, because it's a cute comedy movie mm. for what kids. Are you, what are you saying? Because they're watching, a, they're listening to a Back to the Future podcast that they fucking dress like they want it, Jake? Because oh, oh, you sound God. like Biff, actually. Oh, jeez.
3: But anywho... Yeah, so B- I think this movie stands on its own. And further... If we dedicated a whole fucking episode of our show to Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Groans, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. Then, uh, then, frankly, we owe it to Back to the Future to spend a, an hour on it. Yeah, yeah. I
4: you should agree? say,
0: I should say upfront, like for all three of these, as we do them over time, no objectivity whatsoever here from me. These were like my favorite movies as a child. Yeah. I still love them immensely. So there is, there is no way for me probably to separate my years and years of adoration for these films from reality.
2: Mm. Oh, see, I can cuz I, I didn't see these movies as a kid. Same. Like this I mean I'm in Gremlins territory here where mm. it's like, wow, am I now too old to have first seen this movie from the beginning cuz I've seen I think I've seen the end of this movie, the very end 5,000 times. But whenever... just saw
3: the very beginning of 2. <laughs> Hmm? I said, maybe you just nah. saw the very beginning of two 5,000 times.
2: Because, you know, when your channel surfing on TV and it's in the middle of the movie and you start watching, yep. you get the, the end of the movie and then what, what's ever on next, which is why I've seen only the end of two a couple of times. But all of three, a lot. Just yeah. a, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah that, that means is. that I can be very objective and say, like, Good. there's a lot that's super goofy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people like the doc so much.
0: He's the doc.
2: He's insane. Yeah. He tries to kill his dog. It he did to. And he arguably just puts himself. his dog in harm's way. He's the most <laughs> negligent man. Oh, yeah.
0: There's actually, so there's a great John Mulaney bit where he covers this. Mm. Like,. The guys that had to pitch Back to the Future. And it, it, it hits on a lot of that, just how, you know, because that is one of the things that they do talk about, he talks about, and that, things, that is weird, and one of the things that, oh boy, thank God they didn't put it in the final version. How the fuck is Marty McFly friends with this crazy right? old scientist. Yeah. Why?
2: He doesn't seem to have I mean he has that girlfriend but he doesn't seem to have, interact with anyone else. He's got a, ba- presumably okay, he's he's
0: got a band. Presumably he's friends with his bandmates. He's got his girlfriend.
2: I don't know. I know a lot of bands where there's just one person in the band everyone actually hates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, every- a
0: ma-
3: he, he's And it's true that he's apparently a masterful guitarist and yeah. singer. Um, <laughs> that it, you know maybe the band just puts up with his yeah. weird creepy doctor friend. Huey he Lewis
2: there, didn't, he's there didn't there like him.
3: Yeah, I think the less you ask questions about why Doc and Marty are friends, the better. See, when I was a kid, you know, because, again, I watch these all the time, it didn't strike me as weird, because you're
0: a did kid. Did you have
2: a lot of old man friends? <laughs> no,
0: but I remember <laughs> legit, like, when we did, like, science fairs in elementary school or middle school or whatever, people be like, you know, hey, maybe try to reach out to people you know, who actually work in the field, you're going to do your science fair project about. And so in my head, that's what had happened. Marty, like, got help on a science fair project from Doc, and they became friends. Mm. When, you know, in retrospect, that would still be fucking weird. Uh, the worst version is what was in the early version of the script.
1: Oh, no. Which yes.
0: Is... Marty did, like, shit around Doc's house for him, like, you know, cleaned up for him, picked up his groceries, you Righted know. his ass. Huh? Tugged his dick. Well, <laughs> he's the hey, no, no, hey, no. Here's the problem with that.
2: He's not Biff.
0: In the f- script, it specified he paid Marty in beer. Uh, so, oh, no. You had Doc paying a 17 year old in beer for chores. Again, thank God that didn't make it into the final script. Because that is yeah. fucking horrifying.
1: It's pretty malicious. Yeah, the. Oh, oh, just,
3: the doc gave me some beers and then I got sleepy.
1: But yeah, it's one of those okay. things
0: when
3: you're a kid, at
0: least, I didn't really think about. Because, you know, in a lot of weird cartoons and shit, especially in the 80s, like, yeah, there was, like, the kid who was the hero, but there were always adults around, too, to bail them out when they inevitably almost died. So I was like, yeah, of course, this is normal, because the 80s were
2: a like, strange decade. Like naked. what? Like what? I was like...
0: Uh, no,
2: um, you say it's so common. It sounds like like five, the next generation. Well, like five at your hands.
0: Inspector Gadget. I mean, technically it's his niece, but still. Yeah,
2: they're related. Of course they would hang out. But I just feel like there were a lot of ceremony
0: adventure cartoons where it was like a mixed team of kids and adults, Silverhawks, other things. Uh,
1: I mean, April O'Neil befriends a bunch of teenage yeah, turtles. The, oh, <laughs> right.
3: She's the adult in that one, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true, true. Splinter, though, for that matter.
1: Yeah. He's wow. like an
3: old, wise wow. rat well, he's, that, he's there. just wants to fuck turtles. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's gr- he's teaching them about ninjutsu. <laughs> oh, what have I
3: done? Anyway, yeah, it is weird
0: in retrospect, but at the time, it just does. Uh, you know, sure, why not?
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right.
3: Though I can't think of specific examples, but there's a lot of kids' movies and TV shows that kind of are based around that premise. Or
0: at the very least, there's a bunch of kids with no adult supervision who answer to an older person who isn't a relation. I mean,
3: Batman and Robin, right? bring it back to batman why would
2: we bring yeah. it back to batman
0: it's a bunch of teenagers working for some vaguely defined god mm.
2: yeah but that's just their religion
4: yeah
3: mm.
2: that's true Not a
3: so i'm not a fan of the show but i do know that the initial like short that oh. led to mm-hmm. uh, rick and morty was a Doc and Marty. Yep. Mm. And it was a, it was like was a,
2: a little satire piece or what? It was
3: a, it was a very crude joke.
2: Oh, that, of course it was. Uh, I want to say,
3: I've seen it and I want to, I can't remember the Truly full setup, but the idea to... was that the doc needed Marty to lick his balls to, to solve the problem, <laughs> to send him
1: back to the future. Yeah. Or
3: something, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Um,
1: Dude, that show is so gross. It's so
3: bad. I know a lot of people like it, but I'm yeah. not a fan.
1: I straight up cannot watch it. Like I, I it's, hear it's... that it gets better in later seasons, but all the fucking green shit that flies out of Rick's mouth, I'm just like, I fucking the can't. belching, the belching. Mm. It's just I can't get past the belching and drooling. Their mouths are always
2: wet. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, so I at least, can't. at least
0: the doc doesn't do that.
2: Good. That's good. Good doc. <clears throat> He's still a madman. Um, oh, yeah, no,
0: he, like, he is actually a mad scientist, that's the thing, it's...
2: Yeah,
3: and, like, the thing is... That's, like, his whole shtick. Sorry. It's a comedy film, right? Yeah. You know, it's, so, it's, like, it's okay that he's a mad scientist and very irresponsible. Wildly. It's, like, I mean, the Ghostbusters, right? Like, the, yeah, the, it's yeah. even a joke in that film about how they're walking around with...
0: Unlicensed uh, nuclear yeah. reactors on their
3: backs. Yeah, so... And, yeah,
2: but I trust most of them. And,
3: like, remember, the, the villain they're, in Ghostbusters was the fucking EPA. EPA. Which is so weird in retrospect. <laughs> which is very weird in retrospect. So, yeah. So, like, the 80s were an interesting time. Well, Reagan, Reagan, right? I've yeah.
0: often said the thing with the 80s, and this doesn't apply as much here, maybe a little, but it's like, the 80s is this really bizarre time where suddenly you could be more, like, blunt in your, like, adult humor. Oh, yeah. But... Like...
2: Porkies. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: could be more adult in your humor, but common decency hadn't kicked in as far as, like, what's actually, like... You know, it was this time where, like, you could still be wildly inappropriate about women in minorities yeah, I and feel like everyone every, was supposed to just laugh.
2: Every movie had a rape joke. Like fucking yeah. Revenge of the Nerd. Oh, that's not even a, rape a joke. straight up rape. Exactly. I was it. it's gonna a say, joke.
1: It's not even a joke. He's like a hero at that point. She's like, "Oh, I never had any idea that like sex would be so good with a nerd."
0: I've never seen it, but holy shit, that's terrifying. He
1: puts on he dre- he it's it's um what is it called? It's rape through omission or something where like or through um Deception? Deception. Mm. She he puts on like the boyfriend's football helmet or jersey or both, and they have sex, and then he reveals himself and
2: it's disgusting. Jesus Christ! Yep. But it's not meant to be horrifying. It's meant to be oh, they were meant to be together all along. Oh, and there's even like so it, nowhere
0: near as horrific as that, but still wildly inappropriate. In uh, Goonies, there's a scene where like one of the older girls thinks that she's making out with Josh Brolin but oh, it's actually
1: yeah. Cory Feldman No Sam Oh
0: what's his real name Sean, <laughs> Sean Ash Thank you mm-hmm. And like again it's just supposed to be kind of like all right he he got he got to make out with this chick and it's like an older woman just assaulted him
3: yeah, well, it's all, you know, it's all like male fantasy shit. You know? Yeah, and it's before mm-hmm. people were like, this is
0: weird and inappropriate. Yeah,
2: yeah. like I read for Back to the Future, like, Zemeckis pitched this movie 44 fucking times before anyone picked it up mm-hmm. because it wasn't considered raunchy enough, you know, like your animal house or your porkies mm. or your fast times at Ridgemount High. Meanwhile, Disney said no because the incest scene mm. is weird. It's And they were like, that's not our brand, guys. We we're If you're to inc... make out with your mom Mm-mm. not what, into
0: that what, what i find funny about that is is you know it's like no one's into it like yeah. the mother doesn't know she's the mother marty is horrified the entire time and as soon as she kisses him the universe goes no in her ear yes yeah
2: <laughs> good universe but you know see
0: that's fine by me because jesus christ thank god that would mean fucking disney would own back to the future as well mm. and they own enough thank you <gasps>
2: They'd make a great ride out of it. Well, there was a yeah, ride. I, I've been, make, on so ride. A
0: ride I never been on the ride. I've never been on the ride. It's a large regret.
2: For the longest time, my most exposure to Back to the Future was having been on the ride. And I want to say well, this was when I was in California for... Vacation or some shit. And the ride was good. It was yeah. a good ride. So really? The ride made no fucking
3: sense. That's whole, okay. It's the a The whole ride. purpose of the ride is that Doc is like a successful scientist who's in charge of a... Of like a an, competent
2: man, you like say? Like an institution. <laughs> and it's like... I mean... Oh,
3: you're a test pilot for the new time machine. It Doc's. Look, time ha- travel Rides aren't canon, so it doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: I think there's a Defunct Land on it that maybe I'll share oh, on, on the Facebook. Defunct Land is excellent. Everyone watched Defunct Land.
3: Yeah, I've watched a few of them. I need to watch more. Very good. Um, but yeah, the ride—I I did the ride in, in Florida when I was a kid. And it was very. Fun.
2: I think I did too, and I had never
1: seen the movies, so I think mm, it was probably less. A little loss on you. Yeah. So. So
0: not that we, you know, we, we said before, you know, there doesn't have to be an explicit Star Trek connection for us to do something in the ten forward.
2: Um, time travel, this but features, constantly. But this also features
3: Darth Vader, who we all know yes, is yes, from, from the planet, planet Vulcan. Vulcan. No, again, I'm saying,
0: well, there's, <laughs> Star Trek there characters. doesn't have that that to be, good. but obviously, you know, Christopher Lloyd, Commander Krug.
3: But when I was looking
0: into this, I found out something that somehow in all these years of loving both Star Trek and Back to the Future, I had never caught on. Behind the scenes, Andrew Probert helped design the look for the DeLorean in this.
2: Okay.
0: More importantly to Star Trek, he helped design the ReFit Enterprise for the motion picture. The
2: DeLorean was already a car. Yeah, well, was, yeah but the light
0: I was of thinking of it, that the, too. Well, again, the, the guts and the stuff they okay. tacked on. Okay, that makes sense. So he helped design all that stuff, like turning it into the time machine. But again, he worked on the ReFit Enterprise. He worked on a lot of, I guess, the set work uh, and like the look for the Vulcans in, in the motion picture. He was brought on to design the bridge... For TNG. But then they said... They saw, like, a doodle he did and said, Actually, could you design the ship, too? And he worked on tons of the first season. He designed the Romulan Warbird. Like, a lot of what Star Trek looks like is thanks to him.
1: That's
0: (laughs) cool. And he designed, you know... And he worked on Mask. And Tron... And batteries mm-hmm. not included.
1: Oh, were yes. One's, which one's that again? Batteries not included. Some of
3: the little alien ships that come from space and help a uh, struggling apartment building.
2: Are they the ones that have little baby yep. flying robots? Yeah. I love them. I haven't seen that. In years. I haven't seen that in years. It's it's so in it. So cute. At, and
3: I, I've seen that movie. You know, within the last five years, and it, I that movie I absolutely adored as a kid, and I was so afraid to watch it again. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's not going to hold up. It's going to be silly and goofy. I contend that movie holds up. Nice. Even even watching it as an adult. I, I don't
0: remember it well, because it's been a long time, but it has a strong anti-gentrification message, oh, yeah. which I am all mm. for. Now, is Spielberg direct that, or is just another like produced kind I of thing? I think it was a
3: produced. Okay, so like not this. Not positive, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there, that was a thing in the 80s, and, and well into the 90s, too, where you would have a movie that you would attach a famous director to, usually Steven Spielberg, sometimes... Fucking Beetlejuice. Uh, Tim, Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. You would attach them and you would yeah. put their name on the poster yeah. and yeah. then the actual, like, everyone thinks that Tim Burton directed, directed yeah. The Nightmare Before Christmas. He fucking didn't.
0: I found Look out. it up, people! Was I, it
1: Danny
3: Elfman? No, no he, was the, he, he was did like, the
0: music. music. I yeah, found out the, the hard music. way it wasn't him when I went and saw Monkey Bone. Because they were like from the director of Nightmare Before ah, Christmas, but please. they didn't say his name
2: because they knew
0: everyone would think Tim Burton. Monkey
2: Bone looked terrible. It
0: was fucking awful, from what <laughs> I recall. I was probably twelve. Never saw it again. If a twelve-year-old me thought something was bad, it was definitely bad. Is
1: that a Brendan Fraser movie? It might have been. That's why right. you really went to see it. No, I. I don't blame you then. I honestly,
0: this might have been before the Mummy, so oh, no, it really might know. have mostly been on the strength of me thinking it was a Tim Burton Speaking film. Speaking
3: of Brendan Fraser, you know another cool. movie that actually I watched, we watched recently that held holds up. The
1: Mummy, The Mummy, Blast from the Past.
0: I've never seen that.
1: Don't one. lie, it doesn't hold up. Do you, you thought okay? <laughs> I thought
3: I think that movie's phenomenal.
2: Is it? oh, God. Never, it's so I've much fun. I've actually never. That seen it's got some so very weird speed.
3: things, like Dave Foley's character is is like really bad pink face. In that film, what is pink face? It's where like a straight actor—I don't know if they have to be a straight actor. I think a gay actor could do it too. But it's basically where an actor is portraying an over-the-top
2: gay stereotype. Gay stereotype.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
2: but Dave Foley does
1: it. But so Dave well. Foley does a
3: great job. Is pink it's face just,
1: really a term?
3: I—I mean, I, it was. It's basic. It's it's the it's probably, the gay equivalent of, of blackface. You basically.
2: hopefully see it less today.
3: Yeah, you do see it less today. But yeah.
2: Wow. Well, I just learned something. Mm-hmm. I, back to the Future is Or not back. To, what was the movie you just named? Flash of the, the Past is a very convenient movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything uh, in it is it's convenient. It's very enjoyable.
3: <laughs> it's very 90s. It's so enjoyable All right.
2: Brendan Fraser is adorable. He yeah. so I'll give you that.
0: Um,
2: Chris Walken. It's great. Oh, getting back to uh, Spielberg. Back to the future. Oh, Spielberg. Hey, there you go. Because I guess. Zemeckis and Gale were having so much trouble getting this thing greenlit by anybody. Finally, they bring it to, to Spielberg and say, "What advice can you give us?" And he helps them out, doing doing some things and all this stuff. And they finally get the contract. And Sidney Scheinberg, the chief executive, was adamant that they're not gonna. No one's gonna like a movie with future in the name. That's a bad idea. You know what you should name it to. I don't know if you know this one. Do you know this one? Um, right? I feel you know like what?
0: the bus that couldn't slow down. Close. I know I've heard it and it's awful, but I can't remember okay, what it is. Okay, here it is.
2: Here it is. Spaceman uh, from Pluto. Yep, that's what right. What the yep. fuck? Who, what? And Spielberg steps in because, you know, Zemeckis and Gale are like... Can we tell him no? That's a terrible idea. I don't know if we can tell him no. And Spielberg steps in and says, I got this, guys. And he writes a memo. And here's the memo that he sends to Scheinberg.
0: Oh, yes.
2: Just as a way to shut him up and make him look like the fool. Hi, Sid. Thanks for your most humorous memo. We all got a big laugh out of it. Keep them coming. <laughs> nice. Good job,
0: Spielberg. Because he totally could have just walked in and said, "I am Steven Spielberg at the height of my powers. I could kill you and get away with it." He has. But, but instead killed that
2: guy specifically. I was going to say, wow. He, he got better. Uh, <laughs> a newt.
0: But instead, doing it that way is just so beautiful. Yeah, I, I, that's the thing. Is like. It is, I, I keep t- again, having read about earlier versions and even stuff that was filmed and cut, like, there were some bad ideas. Um, what
2: else are you thinking of?
0: So there was a whole cut thing where, you notice in one of the scenes where Marty's talking to George, he's carrying a punching bag.
3: I thought it was a bag full of lawn. No,
0: it's a punching bag. I, I thought that for years, too, but it's a punching bag. Because there's a longer version of the scene where he sets it up and is trying to teach George how to punch.
2: Oh, oh, so he can do a punch later? Yeah, that's nice. right. They, and they cut that because Fox is too short to punch somebody. <laughs>
0: well, not just that. I'm not but, lying. But uh, well, no, yeah, but Shorter but than me. There was gonna be this whole thing where you know Marty walks away. He's like, "Well, you know, you'll you'll figure it out." And George then, when no one's there, takes a swing with his left hand, and it's good. Oh, and that's the implication was supposed to be that George was because they would do this back in the day was a lefty who was forced to work with his right hand because that's just how they did in the past because the past was dumb.
3: Oh, and that that would tie into the end when he punches Biff with his left hand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There was this whole cut subplot where it's like, oh, he's secretly a lefty. But I just kind of prefer that it's... No, he's just overcome with this guy is a monster, and I need to step up. Yeah, like that's more emotionally satisfying.
3: Well, it's also just an unnecessary thing. Yeah. to add to George's character, he's he's got enough going on. Yeah, I, I like to the think that
2: are oppressed enough as it is. I, well, I
3: just like to think that <laughs> they they, were in the 50s, they got you know sure. they they hired Crispin Glover, they saw him work, and they're like, you know what, we don't need to do anything extra. No. It's just he's just a fucking weirdo, and that's yeah. all.
0: Yep. You know, the early versions, of course, had it... Uh, the time machine was in a fridge. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I remember hearing It was in a refrigerator, and they had to, rather than get the car up to 88 and get struck by lightning, they had to drive it into a nuclear bomb
3: test. Well, as we Christ. know refrigerators are lead-lined and safe to be in yep. during a nuclear bomb
1: Just blast. ask yes. Indiana Jones. So, um, can I... Did they nix that because of all the children who were getting stuck inside of, like...
0: Supposedly, that's part of the reason, yes. Yeah, I'm sure, because like think... that's fucked. But also, it's just cooler to have it in a car. It can get places on its own. Well,
1: yeah, I, like, for sure. I'd, I'd like to
3: think that when they were making this movie, like... Steven Spielberg was, like, taking notes, and he wrote that down on yeah. like a piece of paper. And, like, somehow <laughs> George Lucas, like, snuck into Steven's office and was like, "Refrigerator Nuclear bomb? We're doing it! Monkeys and, and, ex machina? And for yes. some reason, <laughs> I mean Spielberg uh, had no he, nards to look, say no, George.
0: Look, here's the thing. Maybe a controversial statement. <gasps> From Chris? About Lucas? 80s, 90s Spielberg, height of his power is short. Last twenty years, Spielberg a little more hit and miss. He yeah. might have thought the fridge thing was a great idea without George whispering in his ear. Uh,
3: I don't know. I feel like the powers combined. Yeah,
0: they kind a, of.
1: Well, because nobody like, can tell either of them no. Yeah. They they yeah.
0: sort of maybe enable each other's dumber instincts. No it's kind of like it, the Beatles, but opposite.
2: But hm. does the you know, having to go get d- d- go into a nuclear explosion to go back in time and do the thing and go fix your time thing work? If you add the secret ingredient. Coca-Cola.
3: I forgot about that part. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then Pepsi became the sponsor of the
1: movie. Did
2: they? Oh, yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah, there's so... So so, much. These movies have a ton of Pepsi product placement
0: throughout them.
1: That's hysterical. But yeah, I
0: forgot that Coke was like the secret ingredient to time travel or something, literally. It it
2: makes sense. Sure. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, you noticed when Marty goes to... So the diner at first, he tries to order. well, at first, he tries to order a tab, which is a co-product, true, I'm pretty true. sure. But then he orders a Pepsi free. Yeah. I can't give you a tab if you don't order nothing. <laughs> uh, and I, think, I think there's a Pepsi there's I a Pepsi sign at some point earlier to, in the film too. I th- get,
0: there's also famously, <laughs> they had to return some product placement money. Because they got money from the California Raisin Company.
2: Oh yeah, oh, like that was on that bench.
0: Yeah, but yeah, but the only appearance was on the bench the bum was asleep on at the end. And they yeah. were like, fucking what? Ooh,
2: but now I really want some raisins. <laughs> Actually, one thing I will say I really appreciated in the movie... Was all like the billboards and the signage mm-hmm. and stuff that changes between eras, and it's yeah. all really cool. And I didn't even realize this until I read it in a in a note on Wikipedia or or IMDb or someplace that the fucking mall name changes yep. yeah. from Twin oh, Pines yeah. to Lone Pine, and that's yep. the cleverest thing that's, I've ever heard. That's
3: why when we were, I wanted to make sure you noticed that. Which I was, didn't. I only read why, about it. Later. Which is why when you're like. What was that man, because at the, at the beginning when yeah. Marty drives away, he drives over the tree, yep. kills yep. the tree. And the man yells, and you were like, what did that man say? He said, oh, he said, my pines. You, you, you killed, killed my right. pine. And I wanted to make sure to make, because he ran over one of the twin pines. Yeah. It's funny he never replaced it. Well, maybe because they were like magic pines. I yeah. don't well, know. and he was too busy trying well, to breed well, palm trees,
0: as Doc said
1: that and like, it would take, you know, a hundred years probably to get another pine tree that big and you beautiful could have just or whatever. That was a little one. That was yeah. like a Christmas tree
3: size what, well, I
1: don't know.
2: When I asked what he said, what did you, did you say my pines? Yes. I don't remember I said,
3: you killed my pine.
0: The most incomprehensible line in the entire film is that, that old good. woman screeching at the guy that Marty tries to flag down oh right yeah after, I, th- I
3: never know what she says
0: I, I had to for one day turn on fucking subtitles she's just saying don't stop Harold drive
3: okay that's, I thought it was something like that But when it, is this in the movie
0: uh, right after he gets to 1955 and he gets out of the He's like behind the billboard and he flags down this car with these two old people oh, in it
2: oh okay
0: he, like yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like chimney
2: christmas car
0: um,
3: speaking of the so that happened so that scene happens because the car breaks down and yep. so another trivia f- is that you know the the delorean the car famously was a commercial failure oh huge because mm. it was a terrible car Piece of junk. Oh, no. um and this movie like makes fun of that fact repeatedly because Mm -hmm. the car is so unreliable it's like the worst car you would want in this situation because it just it breaks down constantly throughout the movie but nevertheless i I don't know how true this is but supposedly john delorean the owner of delorean motor company and famously uh coke dealer coke smuggler yeah
0: (laughs) wow well, t- it, as his company was failing, it was how he was going to try to save it. He was going to smuggle coke to save the DeLorean Motor yeah. Company. It,
3: I mean, it might have worked, except he got caught and went to jail. Uh, well. um, but also famously the designer of the Pontiac GTO. That's right. A much more successful vehicle. Much. But anyway, he supposedly wrote a letter to Zemeckis or somebody on the staff thanking them for mm. choosing the DeLorean because he... Well, you know, he was.
2: Yeah, now the car is famous. Now forever. it's
3: now it's immortalized. And like the thing is, today, you know, mm-hmm. thirty some odd years later, people are still buying secondhand DeLoreans and fixing them up
2: to look like time machines. F- sometimes,
3: sometimes, but I I think all the time. Even like for me as a kid, There's no other reason. <laughs> the DeLorean. There were two cars that I wanted to own as mm-hmm. an adult. I'm, like, really I'm going to really own a DeLorean. Yeah. And I'm going to own a fucking Cadillac hearse and, like... Yep. From
2: oh, what? is that Ghostbusters? Echo oh, Ghost 1. From, oh, from okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I it would...
3: was technically an ambulance in the... Like, but same thing.
0: Same so you thing.
2: say hearse, and I only think six. Well, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> Old-ass ambulances weren't meant to be, like... You weren't meant to be doing triage in yeah. them while you were on your way. It was, yeah, just, it was just to put the person in, to, in yeah.
3: But I think in the film... When Dan Aykroyd's character brings it back, it's painted like a hearse. It's black. True, but it does have a siren, which is hearse. Yeah, wooden, so. which is
1: interesting to me. But anyway. But um, yeah, no,
0: same thing. I wanted a, I wanted a DeLorean. I wanted an Ecto One. Oh yeah, like, um,
1: but it, like, I wanted the nineteen sixties Batmobile. Fair. That's a
3: pretty good one too. Yeah, I mean, but in the, in the canon of famous cars, the DeLorean. Oh yeah. Despite being a commercial failure and a generally regarded as a bad car. Got its uh, its second life because of this movie. Oh yeah,
0: no, I mean it, it is only not just a footnote like the Edsel, mm. only of interest to auto historians because of this movie.
3: And like, despite the fact that it was a piece of junk, it's a damn oh, it pretty looks pretty It looks great.
0: I, I actually, you know, when I, when I, I the um, I. Didn't have a chance to re-watch any of the special features before this, but I remember watching them incessantly when I was younger. For the movie, they actually, like, ripped out the engine and mm. put in a Volvo engine. Smart. Because they were like, it couldn't get up to 88. Oh, no. We need this I've fucking car to run.
3: I've heard that the, the speedometer didn't even, in the stock DeLorean, like, only went up to, like, 75 I or something it. like it didn't. Well, so I no one's car. gonna get it to this. My first, so. my first car was a Crown Victoria, and the speedometer only went up to 80. Mm. So, I just think in those days, cars weren't expected to go faster. Yeah, than that.
0: well, that's the yeah, other I've heard that like the European model had certain, like the American model was limited by certain regulations that the European models weren't. Mm-hmm. The European models still weren't good, but they were slightly better. Mm. The door was awful uh, again, looked great. Yeah, well,
2: yeah, like though, like they open up vertically looks like the, the, a bird the going go doors but like they like... it seems because it's so unique you yep. don't see car other than like like really specialized sports car kind of things there's you some, don't see there's that some,
3: the, there's a tesla I think well the there was the, the
0: first one big the one there was at. like a i want to say a 60s mercedes that was one of the first sort of widely available if you had the money cars that had that but like yeah they
2: look like an amusement park ride
3: yeah yeah, and they were. Well, it's like <laughs> yeah, I I mean, it's, it's very gimmicky. It it looks cool, but it functionally could... probably not great. Well, the
0: advantage of it, in theory, of a gullwing door is that it takes up, uh, it has less of an opening arc, so yeah. you can be like closer to things and still open you can the be door. In a tight parking spot, but then you still yeah. have to get out. So yeah, but, but I love
3: how like even in the movies you see them, they had to add a strap, a strap, so they that you could was... actually reach it from the seat being was... seated.
0: Possibly just more because Michael J. Fox kind of short, though. Possibly. But yeah, there's a lot of bloopers of the door doing things it shouldn't in both. Like, there's plenty of scenes of the door hitting poor Michael J. Fox in the head because oh, it just starts to close. No. But there's also one where he's like, you know, they got the camera and he's pretending to drive as a fake background goes. And he's sitting there and the door just pops open. <laughs> and, you know, it's gone hydraulic, so it just keeps opening. Like, imagine if that happened on the road.
4: <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Um,
0: like, like a, a, a very pretty car that was a mechanical disaster. And they actually recently, somebody owns the rights to the name DeLorean Motor Company, and is now releasing, or planning on releasing, we'll see if it actually happens, an all-electric new DeLorean. It doesn't oh, look a shit. thing like the old one, uh, except that uh, it has gullwing point. doors. Yeah, why I mean, would
3: if you're you? going to do, do that, you should be making replica yeah. DeLorean bodies and putting an electric drive chain. Yeah, Nobody wants some car that's called the delorean thing. yeah no it's like
0: we we're not into the name and any going door
1: i mean somebody might be but well, yeah enough but people might be. maybe
2: enough to make it worthwhile i don't know about that we'll see tbd yeah. i've already i've, I've ordered five
3: <laughs> i mean it'd be <laughs> one thing if delore like so ford released an all-electric mustang mm-hmm. that's basically a little like a kind of like a station wagon or like a hatchback it doesn't look look like it doesn't look like a mustang mustangs yeah mustangs and like a lot of people are like why did they call it the mustang if it's not a fucking sports car it's like Uh, well to sell it it's like yeah because the mustang is a very recognizable brand and ford's just banking on that to sell cars and they probably made the right choice i hear that's a very popular model but delorean people aren't looking for the Delorean name—they're looking for the fucking car from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving
2: on, moving on. One thing I think, oh boy, doesn't hold up is the old age makeup. Well, not even oh the, the older age makeup yeah. on the McFly on any of them. Oh, literally anyone. Ever. I mean, really, it's only it's only Biff, Mama, and Papa. Oh, uh, well. Lorraine—they and, oh, and do it to Doc yeah, yeah. too. Doc, doc. Oh well, they give the same no matter what. <laughs> they
3: yeah. put a gross neck on him. I love. That there's a great. Joke that sure we'll talk about we talk about too where he has the the face uh, the facial mask that he has to take off.
0: The thing is, his is better because it's subtler. Mm-hmm. Like because if you do look, they do add like some pretty convincing like extra lines around his eyes and stuff. It's just that I think because the gap between younger Doc and older Doc is less drastic because it is right. between like you know forty five and
2: forty seven because it's thirty years.
0: Oh, he's supposed to be forty-seven.
2: Oh, I thought you meant the. Woman. I thought you meant mama.
0: Oh no, yeah, sorry, sorry, I meant him. Like, that, see, that's again thing in the John John Mulaney bits. Bit. Like, he's friends with this old. He's forty or eighty, even we don't know. But yeah, like,
2: he's literally the same age.
0: Going from like old guy to older guy isn't as drastic as going from seventeen to forty-five.
2: Forty-seven.
0: Seven. So like, yeah, sorry, forty-seven. So like, his changes can be subtler and still work. Although yes, the neck is very obviously bad yeah and also Um,
3: like how old was christopher lloyd when the film
2: came out i didn't look oh i looked it
0: up the other day i have 40s i want to say michael j fox
2: was 23 Mm. no he's a baby he's a sweetie but you know i also thought like bless her lorraine oh honey just her acting in the first in the first 1985 scene i'm like honey what do you think a 40-something-year-old year woman sounds like? Well, she's keep in also... mind
1: that she knew old people who were old in, like, the 60s and 70s and 80s. So. But also,
0: she's clearly spent most of the last 30 years smoking and drinking. Yeah. Like, she has destroyed herself.
1: not...
3: Yeah, yeah she's supposed to be a very, like... Because she's, de- she's definitely
0: less, like, croaky and awful sounding in the end scene where her right. life has been
2: better. Yeah, I just found healthy in doing the tennis. I found it way too I'm I mean, Again, George just being Crispin Glover in any yeah. scene. And it's fine. But her, it's like, what? The acting just really took me out of that whole scene.
0: So, appropriately, Christopher Lloyd was 47 at the time. Hey. Was he really? Yeah. yeah,
2: he's older than I thought he was. So he's supposed to be 77 in the side <laughs> scenes? Or? Oh, <laughs> they never just, established how SH old doesn't match up yeah he,
0: they don't expo- say how old he is in 55 so we don't know
2: uh, 18 <laughs> yeah.
0: um, flipped hard like Lorraine yeah
3: the thing uh, I do oh uh, yeah they're drinking Pepsi at the dinner scene that's the other that too, product yeah. placement
2: um I like seeing the the father watching the robot scene mm. and then later on Marty getting to watch that robot scene yeah. on the TV and saying, like, I've seen this. How? Yeah. yeah. No one has two TVs. Good joke. It's, such, <laughs> I
3: like, it's not even a joke. It's just it's always struck me the fucking peanut brittle. Yeah. I like. I, that is so weird. It's so weird. It's just so weird and like But it's normal
2: to them. And I feel seen, like that's normal. Like <laughs> is that
3: is eating peanut brittle in that way. Just consider it like from dish. a bowl, from a like because I like when it
1: it I not look like a candy dish. They looked like a cereal. That's bowl the thing. When I was something. little,
3: when I was little, before I knew a peanut brittle was, I thought it was just cereal. I yeah, a were weird, so big eating. chunky cereal. Yes. And then as I got older, I'm like, oh no, no, that's... they're just they're just putting candy in a bowl and then eating it. Like but it's also cereal? like
0: it's not the whole. Thing. It just seems to be a thing George does.
3: In, in, in he the pours the... it out and just eating it and in the, the thinks background. It's hilarious, by the way. No, he thinks the robot's hilarious. The robot, yeah. In the background, there are other boxes of. Peanut brittle that oh, you can yeah. see. Like oh, there's now, at least one now. on like the kitchen counter.
0: And here's so, the thing, that clearly wasn't ridiculous. just a Crispin Glover weird idea. The camera like focuses on yeah. it. Yeah. They thought that was important.
1: Like I was like, Well, there's a scene later where they actually show you that Crispin Glover's character was allergic to peanuts, and that yeah. might be why he's such a fucking <laughs> nerd.
3: Yeah, his dad worked at the peanut brittle factory or something. Oh, that could be. <laughs> My dad's a big wheel at the Cracker Factory. <laughs>
0: that uh, yeah, that is always struck my me. My dad's as odd. a big
1: cracker at the wheel factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it, yeah. So so strange.
3: The other thing so the you know, again, it's a fucking comedy movie, so I'm not taking it too seriously, but How dare you the fact that so in the end Marty ends up changing the future mm-hmm. by not him directly but indirectly. With literally
2: one act from thirty years ago. Yeah.
3: And everybody's changed in his family. Mm-hmm. His parents are both You know, successful and and no longer lower, but lower class.
2: Still have the same kids. Only the kids are a little different, but but they they still have the same. They have the same
3: kids. They banged
2: at exactly the same same time, right?
3: And yet, Marty (laughs) evidently is the same as he ever was. Not that our Marty would change has
2: the same girlfriend
3: but he has the same girlfriend he wears the same clothes he's got a new car he's got he does have yeah he's got the truck Yeah, which he parks like an asshole that's he said <laughs> that's that's always bothered me about the movie is oh that, how the truck is parked oh, in the garage so here's the thing it's parked like a car in a Toyota ad movie. Yeah. yeah, in a yeah, showroom. Exactly. In a it's showroom. A, showroom. a showroom ad. It's a, and it's, and it's, I don't, I'm sure it's product placement in a Toyota. Uh, Should have put they, a bow well, on Because they prominently put the word Toyota all over the car. On the windshield, it's very obviously a Toyota. And this the way it's parked just screams to me. of like, okay, yeah, the Toyota people... A lot of money. We're for this.
0: like,
1: yeah. That's funny. I would have assumed because I didn't. I actually didn't notice that it said Toyota, and I probably would have assumed it was a Ford. Well, I think yeah. Yeah, he like bought a truck.
2: Toyota? So it sunk in somehow. The first yeah, time you true.
1: see it,
0: not in the garage, you see it earlier. Like he admires, like, oh, look at that sweet car, Jennifer, mm-hmm. and it's like on a truck with a big Toyota sign on oh, it. Oh, so okay, okay, yeah, it's. Uh...
1: Does, what is it, does it say it's hot? I think so says it's hot they say or sick
2: they use the word heavy, heavy. a lot in the 50s <laughs> is there something <laughs> wrong with the gravity no no it's here? just marty that does it i've never in... heard people use this word like it's slang before well, yeah, it's
0: from yeah, yeah, so the it's it's 80s to, it, to it be honest
1: like serious doesn't it like yeah. something is like really wow. serious or really i wrote it
2: down i was like what does this what is so, he? so you are as confused
0: as 50s doc by this
2: apparently i not gonna Ains lie. has already
1: always lived where the gravity was fine.
0: Yeah. It's like... I've only you know, heard it in this, so... Uh,
1: no. Young Ones. Oh, Heavy. Oh, fuck, you're they right. They say Heavy all the time in that fucking yeah, it's Mostly Neil. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool. but...
0: Uh, it's a British sitcom.
1: Sure. Well, it, just just actually, slang. it's a British variety show, Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a
3: slang, you know?
1: Yeah. It,
0: was
3: and it, not, was... it didn't age well, I guess. I think they
0: literally just had him do it so Doc could make the gravity joke. Yeah. Ah.
3: It'd be like if, you know, in 10 years somebody made a movie, or like watched a movie where they were using the word hella a lot, they'd probably be like, what the fuck are they saying? I mean, honestly, that would already sound Oh, I know, it's already dated, but we at least know what it is. True. Imagine the kids these days. Yeah, that was a dumb one. Thank God that
0: died.
2: Someone someone was telling me the kids these days as something that means like cool, because cool is not cool anymore, which I didn't know. they, They were saying like recent- because it's like when you're looking at things on YouTube, you look at the things that are most recent. Mm. And I'm like, oh my god, kids, kids are just YouTube now. And it mm. blows my mind. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, I was going to say... Yes. Uh, yeah, so we talking about the changes for the end when we come back to 1985 oh, yes, yes. And things have changed. I guess the original plan was for the present to change a lot and it suddenly would be very more futuristic and shit and they decided to scale it back and have oh, to be, be yeah, more yeah. just personal things that would change. Yeah, Which, I, that's right.
0: Really, they went that way. Yeah,
2: right. yeah. I, I appreciate their restraint in that case. Yeah. Because, yeah, Yeah, like
0: Doc was going to have been like get a shot in the arm confidence-wise as he knew that was eventually going to work and therefore...
2: It's like someone sharing how to make transparent aluminum to him. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and he just revolutionized Yeah, that would have been a bad ending. But yeah, there are certain things, like you said, Jake, because it's a comedy. And you know, like, they didn't really, like, the main thing with these guys is they didn't want to make, like, the reason for time travel is they were just like, we've all thought what would it be like to go back and meet your parents when they were, like, younger.
2: I haven't. Well,
0: no, neither did I, but that was their idea. It was yeah, like, let's...
2: would I have been friends with my dad yeah. if we were had been both the same age? Right. Right. Probably not. <laughs> so
0: for them it was just like, you know, yeah, time travel sure. It's the it's the means to an end for this story we want to tell. They very easily could have said fuck it fantasy, you know, they just happen to say time travel. So yeah, certain things you can't think about too hard because again it does like the same exact kids, like when you know, like people talk about like clearly with Back to the Future rules, it's established that changes to the timeline take a while to ripple. Yeah. Which is why Marty doesn't just disappear Immediately, mm-hmm. so in theory, eventually, is that much? not
2: written yet. Yeah. yeah,
0: Marty will remember his new life. Will he remember his original one? That's unclear.
2: Let me beam you back inside yourself.
0: But for a time, at least, he doesn't know his own life.
3: Yeah, his, uh, his yeah. biography is way different. Like, but the thing, but apparently, they still went on the... or they like, they still took the same photograph, wearing the yep. same clothes. <laughs> yep, yep,
0: and. The one thing that bugged me that I didn't really think about till this time, uh why is his brother going to the office? It's Saturday.
3: Maybe hit me. maybe his office is like at a like a used car lot.
0: Mm. I mean it's also yeah, he's supposed to think, oh he's you know, he's one of these guys who's like a bit of a workaholic and he's going out on a Saturday for some reason. Honestly, I think they just wanted to say, like, look, now Dave is an office guy, I'm not thinking about the fact that they already established this is a Saturday, he's not going to work.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, it depends on what kind of office, like Jake said. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, just thinking, business office is not the same as, like, you know, like a car lot office or something. Yeah. He is still open on Saturdays. Yeah. But that's
0: the other thing. He's clearly supposed to be, like, a successful yuppie now. Why is he still living at home? Mm.
2: Maybe he just stops by for breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why does why does Marty just randomly go by Doc's house before school? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And here's another thing, like, when, <laughs> I, when I was in high school... Like, you know, I had to wake up, what, 6-something a.m., mm-hmm. get to high school at 7.30 a.m. Yeah. It's fucking... It's way too early. Oh, fuck high early. school times, man. Yeah. Terrible. Well, and well, I feel like they've been talking about starting later. I would later. love it. I would love... Well, it affects me not at all. Well, no, I For know, but... For kids these days, they would be much better.
0: Make their lives better, Who yes. the
2: hell has time to go over in the, at, like, 7 in the fucking morning? And play guitar. Visit Doc. Well, feed the, the dog.
3: Here's the other thing, too, though. So, Marty... Is late for school by like twenty five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So he was already oh, yeah, late he would, yeah. when he got. There. Yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> what <laughs> I, I said when we watched Doc, it. I was but like, he's like, "Okay, but, pal." It's not the clock's problem. Like, you got problem. there late, bro. And like, then, like, why, like, so Doc must have been expecting him to be there because he called. He called his own house. He yeah. called his own
0: house. Yeah, Doc. Doc. Doc knows
3: Marty's a slacker.
2: I guess.
0: Him and him and him and Strickland are secretly friends, and <laughs> he knows. Or.
2: Kirkland says, "Why are you still hanging out with that crazy That's old why, man?" That's why it's all part of some uh.
0: conspiracy.
3: See now, because I was going to say maybe Doc just happens to know that Marty was there that day because he's he, already he, he remembers it. He remembers it from thirty years ago. But at that point, because we've established that the that it's not continuous, yeah, because the, the mall changed names, yep. mm-hmm, That so the first Doc that we see at the beginning of the movie does actually yep. die. he oh, we'll yeah. shot. He bites it. Uh, <laughs> It's not that we just didn't see it, but um, because, yeah, otherwise the mall would have not changed
2: anything. So freaking Doc, even mm-hmm. though now he's got the note from Marty, he reads, wear a fucking metal vest, you psycho, <clears throat> um, remembers to do that and still forgets to bring enough, not dilithium, what are they using? Plutonium. Plutonium. Well, no, because
3: he <laughs> needed the film. He needed the re because he could have avoided the whole thing by just not having Marty meet him in that parking lot. You know, have him meet someplace else. But here's the thing. Oh my God. He He made his
2: own grandfather paradox. Well, he needed to prevent a grandfather
3: paradox. He he needed the Marty in 1985 that went back in time to still go back in time or else that would be a paradox.
0: Yeah, he had to create as... It's not a fully stable time loop because there are changes. But he had to create as stable a time loop as possible.
3: Yeah. Hmm. It's not explicitly spelled out, but that's how I've always felt about
0: it. Yeah. yeah.
2: So Marty will always kiss his mom now.
0: Yes. Yes. Gross. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy.
2: I wrote the... My tagline for this movie is, so this is the story of helping the most boring kid in high school get laid.
3: Yeah, well, he's also a fucking creep, George. Well, Lorraine is also...
2: Thirsty as Oh fuck. yeah, Lorraine. She would... fuck If anyone fell out of that tree and into her bed, she would... Why did she take his pants off?
3: Get what out the of that actual tree and into my bed.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, George being a peeping Tom is very un, un, unsettling. Yeah. I mean, Lorraine,
2: it, Lorraine taking his pants off is really unsettling. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Well, if I you think,
2: flipped well, it, it would be fucking sexual well, I harassment. Think,
3: I mean, the whole... Um, or definitely. sexual
2: something, for sure.
3: Definitely. You know the the whole joke there though is that she, in the in the present day in eighty yeah. five she's she's a huge prude and she and she's she doesn't she's pretending she to be doesn't a prude. like Jennifer because oh a, a girl should never chase a boy oh, or because call she a knows boy. the boy
2: I chased ended up with my life like this and that's terrible well yeah exactly Ugh. so and
3: then and then to show her that no no she's actually a fucking horn dog yeah uh, I
0: believe Marty says to Young Doc I think
3: she was born a
0: nun. It's Like oh Marty, no.
2: Speaking of taglines, I wanted to I wanted to play this game with you guys at some point, and now's a good time. As a, sure. a good a time as any to do it because I have the list of taglines that I grabbed off IMDb for oh, this movie. Oh no! And you remember back when we talked about taglines for all the Star Trek movies? Yep. Oh boy, uh, marketing companies or or marketing divisions are terrible at taglines. They are. So which ones? Which one's your favorite here in this list? Here oh, we no. go. I got there's like nine of them. He's the only kid ever to get into trouble before he was born.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: He was never in time for his classes. Then one day he wasn't in his time at all. Oh, what the fuck? That's fucking horrible. Seventeen-year-old Marty McFly got home early last night. Thirty years early. Uh,
3: that's the best so far, but <laughs> that's still bad. Still
2: bad. Here's another. Here's another classes one. He was never in time for his classes. He wasn't in time for his dinner. Then one day he wasn't in his time at all.
0: They really liked that. That yeah. is that
1: isn't
2: a thing people say. Nope. Yeah. On time, in time. It doesn't make that's not a thing. Okay, this one this one might be my favorite. Marty McFly's having the time of his life. The only question is, what time is it? <laughs> oh.
0: oh my god. Alright,
2: two more, two more. Meet Marty McFly. No. He's broken the time barrier. Busted his parents' first date. And maybe botched his chances of ever being born that's That's just a plot description yeah (laughs) all right and finally marty mcfly just broke the time barrier he's only got one week to get it fixed this is terrible why did anybody go see that one
0: made me die inside the least (laughs) i mean it's so funny because like Thank God, whoever was working on the taglines wasn't working on the poster.
2: The poster is beautiful. Yeah, it's it, it I do love that becomes, poster. The '80s was a
0: really great time for movie posters. Yeah, they were still doing them by hand largely. they were using real photographs, not Photoshop and or even compositing. Just paintings. Yeah, well that's yeah. That's what I mean, when Photos- it was, yeah, paintings. and like just just him in the car with the fire, checking his watch. You know, it was his like glasses. just he, like we like, he wore
3: like, those how we know in, in this in the the poster they somehow predicted yeah. Robin Curtis was going to be <laughs> it's crazy in the SAVIC. Uh, I,
0: you know I don't oh, no he, for like two seconds when <laughs> he plays the guitar before he explodes the giant band uh-huh. but yeah they really they, again that must have been a marketing deal because like he wears the original like teaser trailer is no footage from the movie it's just him in the car oh. he like opens the door he's got the glass and lifts him up and says I don't remember what
2: I'll, I have oh, we're out of time <laughs> but yeah I no,
0: the poster though so much better than any of those taglines. I wonder how bad the original trailer was.
2: i oh, will have to look it up.
0: Yeah, because trailers were often—they really didn't nail trailers until the '90s. <laughs>
2: Do I have it right here on on IMDb? I might have it I feel right, like right here. It's,
3: trailers, trailers are so interesting to me because there were, you know, I feel like prior to the mid-2000s, most trailers had a narrator. Yes. And it was and it was in a world.
0: Well, it that was yeah, that one mean, guy pretty much? And I think when he died, they were like, "Man, eh, we're not going to bother doing
3: this anymore." Yeah, because now it's just like we're going to show a bunch of clips from the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah, with with people saying lines just out of sequence yeah. from somewhere in the movie that's applicable. Yeah. you guys want to watch the teaser? Sure, sure, yeah. A Robert Zemeckis film. Do I not have the fucking sound Don't on? You muted. Son of a bitch. Alright, good. The pro doesn't talk that.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: Good Foley on the shoes,
0: though. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with him in the car. He gets into it.
2: Nikes. Nikes, though. we got some product placement. Oh, boy. Oh, look at those. Look at how that door opens. They'd... It's so futuristic and new. They
0: don't have the sound effect yet.
2: It's probably not even actually Michael J. Fox.
0: He shows up at the end. Uh,
2: it's Eric Stoltz. <laughs> actually, it's... She...
0: <laughs> no, it probably... It probably...
3: I'd say... I think
0: His it's glasses! I
3: pretty cool. For, as a teaser, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, you think it's about a car. You think it's a car movie. True. How far are you going? 30 years. About 30 years. Aha! I do yeah. oh, Fox is so cute. He was. Really I actually think that's a phenomenal teaser. As far as... Yeah, yeah.
0: As a teaser goes, it's great. Yeah. But I mean, the actual, like, when they... Their, their first proper trailer was probably not good.
3: Yeah, probably not. That's
0: how much heavy lifting the sound effects do. Because, mm. like, obviously the door doesn't sound like that when it opens in real life. No, But, but it sounds I mean, cool. Oh, yeah, it sounds great. Like, it's delightful. But Also, they, you know, uh, Alan Silvestri, uh, his his
4: Who contribution.
0: as is... uh, the composer. Okay. Because they even said, like, you know, they knew, again, it wasn't a huge budget film. And when you look at it, really, it's a very... Contained. F- contained and yeah. actually very simple plot. Kid goes back in time.
2: Yeah. Nearly... All in one town. Yeah,
0: is like almost undoes his own birth and has to fix it.
2: Yeah, the stakes aren't huge. The stakes are personal. No, yeah, they're pretty, I was gonna say they're pretty huge for him. Yeah, well, yeah, but not for the. It's not like a Star Trek movie where you go back in time and no matter what you're doing, it's you save the world.
0: Yeah. So it's like you know they even said you know when they were got Alan Silvestri, they were like we need the music to make this seem like larger scale
2: than it is. Yeah.
0: And yeah, I would say he delivered.
2: Yeah, I think you definitely.
3: The, the, um or like I also got to shout out Huey Lewis in the news. Mm. Oh yeah, because uh, their 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 music's featured prominently. Yep, including and I I'm assuming that. Back in Time was written for the movie? I yeah, think but, that's right. Because yeah. it seems to reference the... It references the movie. Yeah, because I yeah, know they, they
2: they told Huey Lewis, like, okay, we're going to pretend Marty McFly's favorite band is Huey Lewis in the news. Would you write us a custom song? And they're like, we're not going to write you a Back to the Future song. How about you just take whatever the ne- our next hit is and use that, and they use Johnny B. Good, One of the most... Not Johnny B. Good, No. The um, other one. I wrote a it down. Song. I wrote it down. Um... Uh, but the power of love. Power of love. Mm. Yeah. The other song <laughs> in the movie, the power of love, uh, and they use that in the in the in the movie and all the thing. And then just he had the spare time and did it anyway and wrote back in time. Yeah, which is like honestly, back in time I think is the better
3: song uh, than power of love. I don't know. I never cared for power of love. But it's fine.
2: That's the power of... He oh, also like played it. the uh, the Battle of the Bands yeah, which is very cute. But speaking of Johnny B. Good, the reason I wanted to bring up Johnny B. Good is because they, A, they almost cut that scene because Zemeckis was like, it doesn't really add anything to the plot and all this huh. stuff. But test audiences really fucking yeah, it's loved iconic. it. Yeah, it's uh, I think the movie would have been better without it. Because because of that tone thing I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, it before. was it did yeah. Like you can't go from rape to everyone like swing. Yeah, I, yeah. I
3: kind of wish
1: you
2: could
3: have flipped it or I, something. Well, no, I just think I think they could have done the assault a little less rapey. Rapey, yeah. Like, they could have still because we've already established that Biff is a scumbag, yeah, and like he's kind of grabbing at her in the cafeteria in that earlier scene. But I feel like the thing that puts it over the edge is her begging joy. Oh, she is scared shitless. Like in the, like that's the tonal, like if I'm not saying to make it like a playful thing. No, or no. Like tone it back in that way, but I feel like just the way that like in, in props to uh, to the actress, like yeah, is yeah. delivered convincingly. Yeah. Like it's that's like, oh my god. But yeah, I think the way that she says it in that scene well, makes it, it makes it way more uncomfortable for the scenes that follow that are more comedic.
0: Yeah, like there's no there's no there's no good version of what he's trying to do. No, but that scene makes it clear that th- he's going for the worst possible. Yeah, he's not. And I use just in the world's biggest quotes here. He's not just trying to like force his tongue down her throat. No, he he is going to rape her. Yeah, that is what is clear from everything in that scene. They could have downplayed just happy like he's trying to make out with her and that's again still assault and gross and awful but less horrifying yeah (laughs) um
2: yeah especially for for a comedy movie yeah yeah which is about to have its big musical number
0: yeah and i i get what you know like it was you know it, it never really occurred to me until this watching somehow even though i've seen this so many times but like it's supposed to be kind of marty's arc because he's complaining that he'll never get to play in front of an audience after getting mm. rejected for the battle and oh look he did and you can tell he's like I did it. And maybe this will be the boost he needs just like george got the boost he needed and all this and but yeah you yeah it is weird i guess again it's one of those things that because i grew up on this movie never occurred to me what a bizarre tonal shift it is mm. but yeah it is it but is.
3: and like as much as the the johnny b good scene is iconic mm. and i wouldn't i wouldn't get rid of it Two things that have always irritated me about <laughs> it. Tell me, tell me. I bet I know what one of them is. The Well, the fucking voice. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh
1: my okay. God, that's I was saying that too. It sounds nothing like not him. That's not to be helped, Well, no. You could have found someone it's that just, sounded a little bit like yeah. him. Yeah.
2: His dancing was fun. I know he did a lot of work with choreographers on how to do all the dancing. Mm.
3: And then, I, I mean, I get that it's a goofy, jokey movie. We're going to put a joke in. But having the guitarist be Chuck, Chuck Berry's cousin yeah and like that whole it's your it's your cousin uh marvin marvin
1: marvin berry <laughs> it's, it's, it's just so uh also it's the white aliens bringing culture to yeah to the yeah, oh. that, black people that, that is oh, one of those like, what the fuck
0: that's one of those things in later interviews that a is like yeah we didn't uh we weren't really we just wanted to make the Chuck Berry joke. It really, the implication never occurred to
3: us. Well, I guess the, well, it was oops. a different time. The other question is: see, if in the original 1985 that Marty came from, it would have been interesting if rock and roll didn't exist. Mm. <laughs> and Marty was. Oh, that's funny. And Marty wanted to play at the dance. That does actually though. But he and he was like, I've invented this new kind of music for the dance, and they're like, No, no, kid, we're not. That's fucking horrible.
0: That, yeah, I guess that does kind of, that's the one place where they break their own rules. Because, mm. like you said, up until this point, you, like you said, the, the Twin Pines Mall and Doc does die and this and that, but clearly, Johnny Be Good already existed
2: yeah I, never, I don't think i never appreciated like what the timeline for that was because mm. i always because i don't i didn't know much about johnny be good until i just looked it up earlier today it's a 1958 song so clearly it came out three minutes three minutes fuck yep. my life it's all three minutes <laughs> uh three years after marty mccly went back in time and made it happen <laughs> she, uh, played it for chuck berry over the phone so he could write it down himself neat but I assumed, because I didn't know when the song was, I thought it was a later song, and thus, when they say, oh, maybe you kids aren't ready for this yet, it was because the song was too past their era? No, but it was because... It's, he, it's because his guitar playing over Yeah, because so yes, he started he playing
3: it like a, like a right. hair metal band. Yeah, I get, get that you know, joke. Like... Because
0: at first, they were into the song. It was when he went into, like, overdoing it on the guitar that everyone was kind of like,
1: Oof. Yeah. They weren't ready for yeah, 80s eighties level shredding, guitar sh- yeah. tricks and
3: shit. Speaking of shredding, um, um, shredder, shredding and music. Uh, I think I mean another prominently featured artist in this film is um, the musical stylings of Mister Edward Van Halen. I saw, it? <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm sure you read about, or no, maybe you did read about the the backstory there. In I read that.
2: a sentence on IMDb, but so tell
3: us, Jake. the story there is that. They wanted to include in that scene where, uh, and this, of course, is the scene where Marty tells... The G- spaceman from the Pluto, space excuse from, me, well, from, get it he's right. He's from Vulcan, um, <laughs> if you recall. Well,
2: the, in the title, it, <laughs> yes, if I they if they'd made the title, spaceman from Pluto, that's what it would have uh, meant. But
3: they wanted to make him wake George up with Van Halen music, but the record label would not license Van Halen, the band, music for that scene so they went to eddie van halen the guy and said hey would you just
2: do some sick shreds do
3: some shredding for us and he's like yeah sure whatever so the reason why the tape says van halen and then really small above it edward is because they couldn't say just van halen because that's the name of the band and it wasn't the band it was just him so it's just so they're like well they can't they can't sue us for using the man's name. It's mm-hmm. just his
1: name. Yep. Same would be the problem with, like, John Bon Jovi and Bon Jovi and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's why, you know, Prince famously changed his name to a symbol for a while, because technically, a record company owned the name Prince. Mm-hmm. Like, people made fun of him. and oh, what's this yeah. asshole? And he's like, actually, he's being quite clever.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's another... Uh... I'm using a little anecdote there, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so in that case, then... So Marty couldn't have invented rock and roll because he has a rock and roll, yep. well, he has a, a Van, Van, Halen Van tape. Van Halen tape. Mm.
0: Edward Van Halen invented rock and roll. Must Apparently. be. So He's the that was clearly a traumatic event in George's life.
2: This whole this whole movie or being woken up by a spaceman?
0: Being woken up by a spaceman. Okay, man.
2: that part. The rest of it he's fine with because he's so... Weird. Brain weird. But like,
0: so this all clearly stuck with him. So he probably remembers that event in a way... Like, he probably remembers it clearly the rest of his life.
3: I mean, it's the subject of his novel.
0: Yes, too. yes. But I mean, he probably remembers like... Every little detail. Meaning that so Darth Darth Vader Vader Star Trek So fast forward 11 happens. years to 1966, he's Vulcanian. I'm sorry, what? And you know George's a big nerd, so you know he was there oh, he was for the first watching episode. he was
2: Star Trek, yeah.
0: He's like, I'm sorry, what? The and then...
2: Vulcan. Oh my god! Yeah, 22 years true. after that,
0: Darth Vader. What the fuck? And then one day his son starts to look suspiciously like that kid.
3: Well, it's, um... <laughs> You know, he would just I, I, he would just assume that Gene Roddenberry and George Lucas had also been visited by Darth, Darth Vader, Vader from Blanding. Oh, Baldwin.
2: that's a good way to put I, that.
0: I now love yeah. the idea of George seeking them out. Be like, you met him too! And they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, you funny little man?
2: Hmm. Zemeckis has also tried to address the, why don't the parents notice that their son looks just like Calvin Klein? And basically, Zemeckis has said, like, okay... Try to picture someone you yeah. remember from high school. Yep. Can you picture them at all? Mm-hmm. Someone that you knew for only a week and then left forever. Okay, now you have this child that you see over the course of fucking decades slowly emerging yeah. to, be, to have the face that they have. You will not notice. Yeah. yeah, no.
0: And that that's the reality of it. They don't know him that long. Like, if they never
2: took a picture of him.
1: Nope. Lorraine probably did while he was passed oh, out. Oh God, the day Lorraine!
2: God damn it!
0: Now, if any of them, since you have seen three, ever stumble across that photo in the archives at the library, <laughs> oh yeah, <I'm> like wait,
2: he's <laughs> his own grandpa. Well,
0: well um, but
3: but no, they wouldn't be too sur- surprised because that's true. Spoilers for that movie. Yeah, Marty's great great grandfather <laughs> also looks exactly yes. like him. So it's just they'll just be like, oh, it's Strong some other cheese. McFly. Yep. Oh, boy, that trope. It skipped George, though. Mm. <sighs> I'm
2: glad that Marty's skateboarding superpowers came come back to help him out. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Someone yelled, it's a board with wheels! And <laughs> yeah, I, great I, line. I died a little Yelled bit.
0: what?
3: It's, it's, a, it's a board with wheels! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
3: that scene. Manure. Yeah, like, I think a lot of the, the they're really kind of corny. A lot of the, oh, the yeah. things are, that are like, but they love them. I, I have such a soft spot. A lot of the stuff that happens in the scene where he's at Lorraine's house mm. is all just like jokey reference stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, who's JFK? Who the, oh yeah, you know. who's the president? do Yeah, that scene, that scene too, <laughs> that yeah. Actor? Um, yeah. You, said, you
2: said that a couple of years Someone's ago. F- who's the president? Donald Trump. The real estate nonsense man?
3: Yeah, no one has two TVs and all that stuff. So,
0: I, mean, I like that
2: th- he got to finally meet his uncle. Yeah. yeah
3: I mean, <laughs> Gave to these bars, kid.
2: That was a good joke. I yeah.
3: like that one. I do uh, want to know what what Joey did, though. Why is he Why is he's trapped in prison? I, I mean, it's... failing to make parole. <laughs> uh,
2: he put a dog in a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Doc.
0: Yeah, no, but seriously, had the DeLorean not worked, you kind of were getting to this earlier, Caitlin, they would have been killed.
2: They were aiming the thing right at themselves for no reason. Well,
0: Doc was aiming it at them. Marty did try to kind of, like, slink away, and Doc just gives him a look, like...
3: We die together. The Dog was way too confident. Yes. Um,
1: I, or way too ready to die.
3: Maybe. Maybe he was. Maybe he's like, I put my entire... If this
1: doesn't work, I hope I fucking die. I
3: put my entire family fortune into this project. If it fails, I'm going to kill myself anyway. Might as well take out this annoying kid with me. <laughs> he, he's actually uh, paid off by, I don't know, the other members I mean, of the band. Imagine, imagine like... They broke his... So here's the thing. Imagine if the time machine didn't work and the police... (laughs) What would the police report be? Okay. There was a
2: dog driving a car. we
3: We found a dog in a remote control car that had apparently run over two men... who who shouldn't be be dealing with each other at all and then there's evidence that that like their
2: plutonium plutonium was
3: there but it had been stolen by uh, someone saw a volkswagen bus speeding away because the thing the libyans would have shown up up anyway and they would have just found them all dead had been like like, that's our job done okay i guess we'll just take Take the the plutonium plutonium back
0: (laughs) but they still would have been the one rod in the car that's true. Because it would have been yeah. used. But that, that thing, basically, the police report would have very quickly been the FBI swooped in and took this over, and it is now so classic. And bad. now
2: they have time travel technology. Ew. Yeah. Uh, regarding the dog, good dog. They mm-hmm. originally planned for Einstein to instead be Shemp, Doc's pet chimpanzee. Oh. No, I hate uh, that. No, and no. Scheinberg, I know we say Scheinberg's bad at titles, he at least understands that don't like films with chimpanzees yeah no, monkeys suck. people don't like them no they don't yeah people
3: they're, don't like
2: them and they shit they're everywhere
0: they're just they're they're too it's just it's the uncanny valley thing they're too close to humans without being human that they just put my teeth on edge
2: i'm the same way
0: yeah like i think that's why i don't like them i genuinely think it's because like they're close enough to us that but I'm they like, still suck yeah and well, it's like nope this is weird That just
1: kind of gives them more points in the too-much-like-humans category. Yeah, because
2: humans suck, too. Yeah, yeah, we do. We're we're the worst.
0: That's why I believe in evolution. Monkeys suck. We suck. There's a perfect chain there.
3: The only time you should have a monkey in a movie is if the monkey is testing dates to make sure they're not poisoned. Fair. Fair.
0: (laughs) It, It took me ages to realize, like, I did realize it a long time ago, but... That Doc apparently made Einstein his own little radiation suit. Yes, because he's, when he's in the bus.
3: He's got a, some kind trunk. of like,
0: for the longest time I thought it was just like a little like hat. Oh, he's got a vest But it's a, a whole, a, yeah, it's yeah. a whole thing. A oh, he made a dog radiation suit.
1: Well, he's crazy. He's not a monster. Jesus. <laughs> give me
2: two things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aim the car directly at us. What Why? I do
0: love is the line when 50's Doc is watching the video.
2: Oh yeah, it's a radiation.
0: Tube. Of course, all the fallout from the atomic wars. Yeah, that was good too. Cause, especially because, like, if you've read enough fifty sci-fi, they really did just think atomic wars were inevitable, but that also a lot of people would somehow survive them.
2: Yeah, I would see Brendan Fraser movie. Oh, last um, from the past. Last from the past. Yeah,
0: but yeah, like even I think what is it Fahrenheit four fifty one? The novel. It's easy to forget because it's kind of not the point. But like, it does end. Like one of the last of major events is like. A lot of American cities getting nuked by, I assume, Russia.
2: Whoops! <laughs>
0: like, but they really no, just. No,
2: it's docked, docked in it.
0: Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like a lot, because I read a lot of 50 sci fi when I was younger, you know, novels and mostly short stories, and yeah, like they were just like, oh, yeah, no, one day there's going to be a huge nuclear war, but we'll be fine. Hmm.
3: <laughs> the no, the radiation. You just get under your desk and you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll the Fallout won't last that long.
2: Doc's freaking timer, like, devices, his little clocks that he has synced up pissed me off too, Because mm. they didn't have a seconds field.
0: True, they only and had the just, blinky thing. And he just
2: says, oh, look, they're perfectly synced up. And you let, you have to wait a full minute to see that they click over at the same time. And I'm like, yep. fuck you, Doc, I've never mm. fucking watch mm. For a man with so many fucking clocks in his house. So
0: many. And three watches at the end of the movie.
2: Well, you can never have too many watches.
1: Yeah, when he's, when he's going, damn, damn, damn. Where's
0: that kid? Damn. Did
2: he check a different watch every time? He oh, had, I missed that. He had a
0: watch on this wrist. Oh,
2: wow. He had a pocket
0: watch. And then he had a... Like, he had one with the watch oh, on the top good. of his wrist and one on the bottom of his wrist. He's a man. And a pocket watch. Each and one he had, is a different time. And, of course, he had that uh, alarm clock in his pocket that he would later be putting on the dashboard of the DeLorean.
1: Yep. Wow. Yeah, many watches, normal, accessorizing human being. Loads and loads of clocks. Fucking wacko. <laughs> I don't. Which is a technical term. So
3: <laughs> obviously, obviously, Doc would have been electrocuted, holding oh. on to the wire. Oh, the lightning
2: when the yeah. lightning struck—that is a dead man.
3: Um, but somehow he survived. He got
1: better.
0: Well, he always the the gloves that you couldn't tell they weren't leather; they were rubber. They insulated. But
2: maybe thing, he was
1: Vulcan and but, therefore not susceptible so to electricity. We're
3: saying say that the the lightning was 1.21 gigawatts. Gigawatts! Yeah. How's a gigawatt?
4: It's, it's,
3: it's a billion watts. So think about a hundred watt light bulb.
0: It's a very bright light bulb. Yeah.
3: It's a hundred million of those. Right? I don't know.
2: I, a, Whatever. I, I believe you, which is a mistake.
3: Ten million hundred watt bulb? I don't
1: know. I, I office manage. I don't know. I don't, I don't have
3: maths. I don't have maths. Anyway... Yeah, yeah, rubber gloves aren't going to help you. With no, that, I know. That type of uh, power. Maybe also,
2: a different doc from the future came back to take his place, you see. Ah! Wait. Wait a minute.
3: There's also the fact that it's gigawatts. Well, I just, so, I, I, I've i always thought about that, and like everyone makes have fun you? of it. No, I have, because I think
1: it's people. Always?
3: So obviously. <laughs> Every
1: waking moment of his life, he has Obviously, spent we would gigawatts. now pronounce
3: it gigawatts. Yes. But I think that at the time, and like, it's correctly pronounced gigawatt, but I think at the time, computers were in the, you know, in the single megahertz or Mm. kilobytes. So, I don't think there was a, most people didn't have a, there wasn't a layman's understanding of SI units. So, in the
2: 50s or the 80s? In the 80s. Okay. In the 80s. So, in the movie, not, or... In the making of the movie, not in the movie well, in I feel the like
3: the word giga, or like the, the S-I prefix giga, really entered public consciousness with the gigabyte. Yeah. Or the giga
0: So the story Zemeckis tells, and I don't know how true it is, or if it's just him covering his own ass, is that they did ask, like a scientist, how will you pronounce this fucking word? But the scientist wasn't American.
4: Ah.
0: Uh... And wherever he was from, it was gigawatts. Now, or, do I entirely believe that? Yeah, maybe. But or, it also feels like covering your ass.
3: They, they asked one of the, the scientists who said that the animated image format <laughs> is GIF. Yes, yes. And not GIF, as it obviously is. Mm. But
0: yeah, it didn't occur to me, you're right, that I guess, like, less... Because I always thought, like... No one on set knew, but yeah, you're right. Like, why, like, why, if
3: you weren't working in a scientific field, I just don't think that you would encounter that prefix. Doc yeah.
2: Brown has just never heard it out loud before.
3: Yeah, that's also possible. How do you
2: possible. say this? scion, Nuclear?
3: I'm a skientist.
0: Oh, God. Doc Brown.
2: Oh, no. Not Doc Brown. World's
0: worst scientist. I love... That he has just a pile of oily rags yeah. and open paint <laughs> cans in his lab. Yeah. So, so there's it
1: was the fifties. But well, here's the
3: thing: there's a newspaper that you see on the yes, wall. Yes, you do. That says that Brown Manor burns down. Mm-hmm. So that's what. So I I feel like that's I
2: didn't, a manor.
1: So
3: no, it, no, no, no. Like, it, it, so the,
1: at the it, beginning of the movie, they're showing like news articles and stuff in his house and one of the articles is about how his old house which presumably was brown manor hath burnt down well, we, that's so, what i just said so that's we, see,
3: we see brown so okay
1: yeah in the 50s so the
3: beginning of the film
1: oh i thought you meant the one at the beginning
3: as when marty the goes the, the one to, that burns down marty goes to yeah. his house and it's actually his garage yeah which is where his lab is
2: mm-hmm, where he feeds his dog evidently and makes yeah, his and now in that's garage the garage where everyone does. Yeah,
3: that so that beginning scene with all the clocks and the amplifier—that's in Doc Brown's garage. That's in the back of a Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> what? <There's laughs> you a, didn't notice that? Yeah, oh, I didn't. It's notice It's in that. like the parking lot of a Burger King. I
2: haven't seen this movie a hundred times, like James. Now in there. the
3: fifties, Marty goes to Doc Brown's house, which is on not JFK Boulevard, which is where who's it, JFK exactly? Which is where the where the Burger King was. But it, and he and they show and they do it's kind of subtle, but they show the same garage yep. from the beginning of the movie, and then they pan over mm-hmm. to the much larger mansion next yep. door, and that's Brown Manor, and that's where Marty goes to knock on the door at first. So the first time he knocks on the door, and Doc opens the door, and he's got the fucking weird thing on his head.
2: Okay,
3: that's Brown Manor. And oh, then Doc, but the
2: garage survives. And then
3: Doc goes to the garage because oh. it's detached. And then, so the the implication is that Doc burned down with some experiment or oily rags the manor. <laughs> I
0: mean, I honestly think he did it on purpose it for the insurance the, money probably. to pay for more, his experiments. Possibly, he
2: has a, a, a share in Burger King. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. So, but so the idea is that, yeah, no, Doc's in the same place as he was in the fifties. It's just
2: he the, lives in the garage. The
3: house is gone now, and he lives in the garage. And he sold most of the property to Burger King.
0: Yeah, and again, I assume like it was a purposeful insurance scam fire. Oh,
3: quite possibly.
2: But yeah, I like that that kind of a thing. You can it, it, it's a, it's subtle, and you can like work backwards and figure it out. Yep. While well, some things they spelled out a little too much. Like I actually really enjoyed because you know in 1985 times you pan around and you know elect Goldie for mayor mm-hmm. for mayor. Go Goldie, we like Goldie, and then we meet Goldie working at the pop store, not the uh, the the soda fountain. Yes. whatever yes, where, yes, that man. place Cafe, was. Yeah, work, working there sweeping floors. And you know, Marty, Marty says, oh, yeah, you're Goldie. And I'm like, wow, he becomes mayor later. And then Marty says, you should run for mayor. I'm like, you didn't need it. I already got there without you, damn it. Fuck you. 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 You'd
0: probably be amazed how many people needed that. Yeah,
1: but but then it, you it, wouldn't get to hear him be like, I like how that sounds. Mayor. I did like <laughs> Which <that>. is great.
0: <laughs> Speaking of that cafe. Okay. so there's a later scene there. So... This town just clearly lets Biff Tannen run rampant. Yes, like he the principal too. Yeah, he blatantly is like, "Hey, George, give me money." There are adults there who could stop him. And they don't.
2: Well, they He's also don't like McFly. You know, <laughs> you can't you can't beat beat Biff. He's got the goons, and uh, I was going to ask Jake because I know uh, I was talking to Jake earlier because Jake knows everything about this movie, and I said, okay, what are Biff's goons' names? Oh, but I
3: don't, I don't know. They the got narrative.
2: great fucking names. I
0: only remember that the one with the 3D glasses is just 3D. Yes,
2: yeah, so that's 3D, <laughs> of course, mm-hmm, because of course. It, it's obviously you have a goon friend who just wears 3D glasses around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also Skinhead and Match. Yikes.
0: Match, I assume, is Billy Zane. Yes. Also love that that's fucking Billy Zane. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of those things at the time, it was just some extra. Now you're like, that's fucking Billy
3: Zane. I mean, but Billy Zane, it's not that big a
1: deal. Well,
0: no, but still, I mean,
1: I'm like in the, Titanic. Let's is be it? honest. Yeah, but what else? Like, list the other. Uh, the sh- uh, No, 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 uh, Phantom.
0: Yep seen that but oh like,
1: and he was um he's the bad guy in the flintstones movie is he no I think so is that not him
0: no that's
1: somebody else but
0: anyway but like i'm just saying like if you look at say like biff and his goons mm-hmm. of the four of them i'm including biff who's the most recognizable now oh, yeah billy, billy Zane. Zane. <laughs> like
3: because well, he was in one of the biggest movies yeah yeah in history yeah
0: later and they kind of tried to make him a thing in the 90s it never really do you
2: mean phantom off, but... <laughs> of course, <laughs> the Flintstones movie, obviously. Um,
0: but yeah, he, he like he definitely is the most famous. Biff is mostly just Biff still. Thomas F. Wilson, yeah, did a good job.
3: He was um he was in the f- show Freaks and Geeks. Really? Yeah, he played yeah. the the gym teacher. Oh. Who it was? He also does voice really acting. Zang? I think. No, the, no, Actor the, no, 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 the oh, Biff. Biff?
1: Well, that's wild. I don't even. I wouldn't have even guessed that he had done any other work. I mean, of course that doesn't make any sense, but.
2: How cringy was it with uh with the goons harassing the band members in the parking lot?
3: I mean, it was. I mean, it was cringy, that but not accurate. In, yeah, but not in a way that like took me out of the movie because having like the idea that these three dudes were fucking huge racists didn't surprise me at yeah. all. Yeah,
2: that's, that's on brand. Yep.
3: yep. Um, it is very like I feel like. The slur that they use, yeah. which I won't repeat, no. But the slur that they use is, it's it's shocking. Yeah, you know, obviously there are worse slurs,
1: for, which you also won't, which say. which I also won't
3: say. But like that one's one that you don't hear much. Yeah. So hearing it in the movie, I was like, whoa, hey, whoa.
0: Yeah, that uh, yeah, it's because it, it, yeah, it just it's it's archaic. Yeah. It didn't stick around like some of the others.
3: Yeah. So I was like, I was like, ooh, for, for some reason I, I I had a more I had a bigger reaction to that than I would have if it, they'd used the other one probably just because the other mm. one is
2: yeah I feel like you you don't even hear more mainstream you don't even yeah. hear it in the south anymore I mm. probably like, yeah they have better they have better words for them to use mm.
3: but yeah and the Oof. um I did I, I the the reefer addict yeah. was a uh, was was good though
0: also yeah felt again accurate
3: yeah.
2: I really enjoyed Biff's reaction to being punched, because mm. he did, does this whole fucking spin, yep. and then slams into the car, and it's like, excellent choreography right there. Yeah. Way to go.
3: Yeah, and I love, I, I don't know, i aside from the rapiness, there's parts of Biff's characterization that I do enjoy. When he says, uh, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've always loved that. That was ad-libbed. Was no it?
2: shit, that's great. Wow, yeah, that's he made beautiful. that up himself. That's, it was uh Thomas Wilson. That's that's, great.
3: that's
0: fucking great because that ends up being a big part of the character. Yeah, well, like that's what you remember. Well, that's the thing,
3: you know, a little preview for future episodes. But I feel like the the sequels to Back to the Future. I said this to Amy the other day. They're not so much like there's type. There's a type of sequel where they legitimately do something new with a franchise and like take it a new direction. I'd say like empire strikes back feels mm-hmm. kind of like yeah that. yeah then there's the category of sequel that's just we're going to do the first movie but different but with oh, the different like skin different skin that's the ghostbusters model ghostbusters <laughs> or two, airplane 2 or Airba- <gasps> airplane 2 but airplane I mean, 2 is airplane 2 is conscious about it true and then there's the movie where we're just going to make the, the sequel a tribute film to the original and that's where i think bad to the future 2 falls where it's just no, no. We're just gonna drop a bunch of Back to the Future one member berries for you. And, and does he
2: say make a, like a tree and leave, or does he come no, up with new ones? Just
3: all like like uh, like a screen door on a battleship instead of a, this phrase as a screen door on a submarine, which would obviously make no sense. But he says a screen door on a battleship. That's silly. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the idea that he just fucks up common idioms is yeah. Is
0: the... But that and that was again, we'll get into it more when we get to two. But that was conscious on their part. Oh yeah, they oh, were absolutely. like, we have because we're a time travel film, we can really play with this idea of the sequel yes. as a concept, meta-narratively.
3: Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like if Star Trek Picard season three were a movie, it would be Back to the Future Part Two. Wow. That's my. That's my. That's strange. That's both my review of two and. Uh, and, <laughs> and Picard Levine. season. Yes, three. but there's one I'm going to be
0: happy to watch again and again, and one I will not watch again until we're forced to by this show. No.
1: For you. For me, it's the opposite. I, true. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show.
2: What, season three? Yeah. Season so. three is one of the. Low bar, but it's the best season of Picard, for no sure. doubt.
1: Oh,
3: that's true. But. Anywho. Oh, that's another Star Trek connection. Oh, no. That, um.
2: Worf and his Delorean.
3: The the, the I mean it's, not, it's a met, it's like a IRL connection I guess. Mm-hmm. The the cast replacement. The, the oh yeah. Genevieve yeah. Bouillot. Oh, that kind of cast. I'm thinking. I'm
2: Genevieve, trying to think, think when else that Genevieve? happened. Genevieve. Yeah, when they. No, it's not Genevieve.
1: Jean Bieau. Jean Oh, it is Genevieve. Okay, great. I was like.
0: Yeah. Um, there are actually we I, we didn't say this earlier, but there are a few shots of Eric Stoltz left in the film. No, that's the
3: thing. Well, yeah, there's...
0: I
2: think they said there's no way to prove it because I think it's just his hand or something.
0: Supposedly, you can kind of see him driving at one point.
2: Oh, really? Oh, that's it. Well, that in that case, it could have just been a stunt driver. Sure. It well
0: but he was in... At the very it, least, the stunt driver was in the Stoltz because Stoltz's costume was completely different.
2: Oh, was it? Wasn't. He didn't have the puffy... No. Vest? which means they vest. had to
0: have rewritten all that dialogue. Yeah, because there's a lot of
3: great jokes about, about the vest,
0: there, yeah. Well, maybe mm-hmm.
1: he had some other type of sailor No, stuff. I
0: think he was just in like a black suit jacket, kind of. Yeah,
2: I also know they had to replace the actress playing Jennifer because they, they pulled everybody on the lot or something one day and said, okay, now that we have Fox instead of Stoltz, and Stoltz is like six foot tall and Fox is not, is it weird for his girlfriend to be that much taller than him? Because the, the original act was taller. Hmm. And apparently, unanimously all the women said, "Yeah, that's weird." Really? To which I'm like, "Wow, I would have expected it to go the other way around and for like men to, guys be, like, to be insecure like or the something." Thing is
1: they, Some men love tall women. They also use mm. uh
3: Michael J. Fox's height as a visual a visual oh, yeah. gag quite the movie. like yeah. twice. Like they they do it two times. At least uh, where they show him being noticeably short. Um, yeah, well, and, it's really
0: given him we found out Thomas Wilson's like six foot fucking four yeah so he's a big guy
3: yeah but like the gag when they're in the diner and he's like looking over Biff's shoulder yeah. it's like it's obvious it's very wink at the camera yeah literally
0: like, even you know like in, in so many scenes like there's a scene where Doc is kind of explaining what's going on with the time machine after it vanishes and they're kind of running back and forth yeah and they even said part of the reason was kind of to de emphasize just how much of a height difference oh, yeah. there was. They had
2: to have um oh, well, he, hun- he do do his hunch. Like that's this is why Doc Rod hunches, because yes. there's like it's I don't know why they think it's weird that their heights are different. They're just men. Men's people's heights are fucking different.
0: Well I think in that case it's less the weird and more the it's easier to have them yes, both in a tight shot. shot. Like the oh, shot can only be maybe. so tight if there's that much height difference. But yeah, the thing about the women The women the the height between, you know, the boy and the girl being weird. Like, yeah, again, you, you, I'm surprising, it's kind of surprising the women would be like, yeah, no, that's strange, but...
1: Well, that could just be telling, too, though. I feel like there is sort of a stereotype that women don't want to date short guys. Mm-hmm. I personally love a short king, but, you know, you do you, ladies. Mm-hmm. Another scene that I want to make a... a Comment on. on?
3: A, a, a shout-out to is... <laughs> Doc Brown's crude model. Yeah. <laughs> I know!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't but, have time to paint it or make it to scale.
3: <laughs> bro. There's so a lot of detail there, buddy.
0: Also, we didn't actually need a model at all. No, no that's it, true. it
3: didn't do any... It just
0: set fire to those so, rags.
3: Yeah.
0: He just really wanted to build that model. He would already started building it for something else anyway. I'm like, well, yeah. gotta use but, it! But,
3: oh, there's a, there's a very subtle background gag. Not even a gag, I don't know, but when Doc is... Being harassed by the police, yeah, and the the cop asks, "Do you have a permit for uh, for mm-hmm. this equipment?" And then he's like, "Of course I do." And then he pulls out his wallet, yeah. and starts. <laughs> and he says, "The you know, obviously jokes that he's bribing the cop."
2: Oh wow! Um, and it like it's a sneaky one, yeah, yeah, and then like.
3: It never comes up really that that happens it's not really important. Yeah. Just... And I was just wondering like if there was a particular reason why they included well, this this bribe because
0: Hill Valley is slowly sliding into uh Sodom and Gomorrah corruption. Yeah. Like remember the 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 square in 1985 is a lot of pornography. Yeah, a all lot. there's a porn store, a porn
2: theater. Yeah, like, it says orgy American yeah, style yeah, on the marquee. I think there's two
1: porn
3: theaters. I think both yeah. of the movie theaters are showing a porn. Yeah, they're, they're
0: and and again, there's a shop which I didn't notice till this viewing.
1: Okay, but what is an American style orgy as opposed to non-American style? No healthcare. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. Uh
0: <laughs> but. Yeah, and it's funny, because when he gets back, like, his life is better, but Hill Valley's still apparently just descending into just seediness,
2: because all yeah. that's still there.
3: And the part, uh, so not only did Hill Valley never fix the clock...
2: Nope. Now it has more damage. Now it has
3: more damage, because you can actually see, in, when he returns to 1985, and there's a helicopter flying overhead for some reason. That's how you know he's made it. That's right. It shines its light at the Looks at like the clock, and you can see the spot where... oh right the ledge broke away when from doc brown being up there
0: imagine raising like in a way i said it like this is the most american thing ever raising money to make sure something doesn't get fixed Mm. like that is that just feels very american
2: yeah i agree yeah there's no there's no segue out (laughs) good movie two thumbs way up yeah big time acceptable movie I have, I have almost no, um, Nostalgia. nostalgic glasses for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but again, by my own admission. My,
2: Michael J. Fox, forever.
0: Like, this is, this is possibly my favorite trilogy of all time, still, so.
2: I mean, to be fair, most trilogies do not nail yeah, it. Yeah, most
0: trilogies fuck up in the third, third act. Yeah. So.
2: Spider-Man, X-Men. So, fuck up in the
1: second. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, true, true. Star Wars and Star Wars. We've got Star Wars for both arguments
2: Three different there. Star Wars. <laughs>
0: Like, most people would say, well, Chris, what about Lord of the Rings? And it's like, well, yeah, but I can watch this in six hours instead of 13. So, (laughs) it has got that going for it.
2: Even though I think Michael J. Fox is perfect in this role... Uh, although I think my, my favorite my, my Michael J. Fox performance was Chance the Dog in Homeward Bound. Aww. Fucking amazing. Oh, Act yeah. like you don't want it. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a great I love that.
1: Movie. I love that movie.
2: Other young stars considered for the Marty McFly role John Cusack. Leonardo DiCaprio? No, too young. Oh, too you young. Know, uh, C. Thomas Howell. See, C- from, from the Outsiders? Outsiders? He, he ends up playing one of the goons. Okay,
0: I know I know that name. He's from the
2: Outsiders, though, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Johnny Depp. No. Ugh. Ralph Macchio. Oh God! Thank God that he's definitely happen. from the
1: Outsiders.
2: Charlie Sheen.
1: Yeah. See, Thomas Howell played Pony Boy. Not Pony Boy. Yeah, Pony Boy.
2: John Cryer, Ben Stiller. Oh, John Cryer. Peter Deloze, Billy Zane who gets to play one huh. of the goons. Peter Deloze. Robert Downey Jr., oh. Matthew Modine. Basically, Robert all Danny the Jr. young eighties yeah. up and comers. Any anybody who would have been roughly an appropriate age at the time. I would
1: I would like to see a Robert Downey Jr. Back to the Future I want to go to that universe just, mm. just long enough to watch that <laughs> I love RDJ fair enough I feel like a lot
0: of those choices like for for lack of a better term are too pretty mm. oh
1: yeah Robert Downey Jr. was definitely too pretty
0: like I feel like Marty should be a little more like, like, like Michael like a normal Fox. boy yeah. yeah he's not unattractive but he's more regular looking for he's lack a good of
2: looking, looking normal boy Teen Wolf however <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's it interesting he?
3: though that like you know I mean, Michael J. Fox <laughs> oh fair enough <laughs> Michael J. Fox would have been, you know, pretty much only known, I can assume, at this time for Family Ties, yeah, mm. where he plays a very different character, yeah, and yeah. like, so I feel like having him go from that character to to Marty you know, opened up a lot of career opportunities.
1: Why is he like a bad boy in that show? You know, no, in Family
3: the Ties. Opposite. No, in Family Ties, he plays like a conservative, like he like, wears like a suit and tie. The so, whole gag so is kind of a bad boy,
1: yeah.
0: So the whole gag is, like, what? his parents are aging hippies, yeah. and their version of a rebellious kid oh, is man. a, like, Reaganite teenager.
1: Don't they kind of also do that in Married with Children? Isn't there one son kind of like a... Maybe I'm making it... I wrong. haven't seen that they're, in a long time.
3: with children, I feel like, the whole family. They're all they're just, just kind of white trash. Yeah.
2: yeah, but I thought the son was... I don't know. Don't Couldn't
0: worry about you. it. Haven't seen it in years.
2: Here's a list for other potential Doc Browns. All bad though, choices. Even though, <laughs> like no one but christopher lloyd but let's let's take a look (laughs) the first one on my list is Jeff Jeff (laughs) Goldblum.
0: definitely too pretty
2: too pretty and too young at that point wily though the wiliness would make would be interesting yeah way way young though yeah
0: like he's not i I, I, well it would have made him less well no but he would have been aged up with makeup so yeah just too close in age too to (laughs) michael j fox like just far too young
3: See, I think if they were concerned about the height difference, they should have just got Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
1: okay, keep, I, I mean, would also kind of like to see keeping that. Keeping I want this the family.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> uh,
2: who else have we got? we got John Lithgow, which could okay, be interesting. Yeah,
0: I, I see the sense there. Dudley Moore? No. don't see it. Terrible Ron, choice.
2: Who's Ron Silver?
0: Oh, I know that name, but I don't know why.
3: Uh, yeah, it is very familiar,
1: and I can't think of either. I'll Google him. I, definitely more the one that did the like narration for Milo Notice. He's like Australian or something. British. Is he British? Mm-hmm. All right, I well. think he's British. I thought
3: he was a Canadian. Oh, he's and in that Bo
1: own. Derek movie. That
0: guy, yeah.
1: Oh, and he was see. in. A... Oh, is he? Is he the shithead
0: from Die Hard? The Sh- one that like sells out the company to not the company. He like sells out to. to... Um, I don't know.
3: I don't recognize. It's not ringing a bell for me. So maybe I don't know who that guy is. I just. Heard
2: I think I think this choice would be strong but wrong. But Robin Williams. Oh yeah! No
3: way. Strong but, but it, wrong. Oh god! And it would have become a Robin Williams. Film. I, don't, yeah, yeah, say, I don't if even you th-
1: thought it was too goofy. Now imagine <laughs> if Robin Williams I mean, was improving I, his way I just all say, over it. Eh.
3: You can. Eh. That's how I feel about Robin Williams. I feel like in the few roles that I think he did all right in, but most of the time I just I can't see past his Robin Williamsness.
2: Yeah, if you want Robin williams he's perfect for your movie. I think this one, Robin williams is not the one you I think the
3: strongest performances from Robin Williams I've seen are when he doesn't do a comedy. Like, the few, like, dramas that he's done have actually been pretty good. Mm.
0: I was wrong. He was not the guy in Die Hard. Dang. But he is, ironically enough, the bad guy in Time Cop.
2: Oh. Oh, well, we also got John Cleese on the list, who probably could, pos- could have stepped in if, if, uh, if
0: Gunny was I don't was know. Dead. I feel like...
3: That's another Are one but too I couldn't, much, too I couldn't John see past the John Cleese-ness. Yeah. Well, plus,
1: he'd already. Has he done Q by then? Oh, no. No. He was wasn't until right? the, the very late 80s. 90s. Okay. Well.
0: Where, again, you're just sitting there going, hey, it's John Cleese in James Bond.
2: <laughs> and then Mandy Patinkin, Gene Hackman, James Woods. Mandy <laughs> Patinkin. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting choice.
1: Woods. Ja- yeah. Well, he Fuck. sucks, so I'm glad that yeah. wasn't
0: it. Yeah. Mandy Patinkin, yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, Gene Hackman. Wow. that. hmm? I mean, good actor, but he also would have been, well, yeah, he would have been just, he would have been way more subdued. Yeah. (laughs) I also don't see him. Well, then again, he did play that unhinged Lex Luthor in the 70s.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's hard for me to imagine anybody other than Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, at this point.
2: Especially with the hair. Like, could anyone else have pulled off that hair?
3: No.
0: Speaking of that hair, on a down note... Oh no! For some reason, why are
2: we ending on the down note? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> nah, come Shit. on, it's, it's like
0: when we Shit. do our top and bottom. For some <laughs> reason, someone decided there should be a Back to the Future musical. Oh no! I tried to listen to a song from it. I maybe made it a minute in out of
3: three plus
2: so minutes. So literally, died inside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
3: People always say that Hollywood is out of ideas. Oh, Broadway's been out of ideas for a long past time.
0: Like, it's unfortunately, I think, Mel Brooks' fault. Like, the producers was fucking huge. And everyone's like, let's just adapt movies into musicals. And it's like, guys, mm-hmm. get, mm, no. The producers was lightning in a bottle.
1: Mean Girls is supposed to be really good. Um, i sure it is. I'm so not interested I think in there's seeing there's a musical Beetlejuice movies. musical. Yes, there was. Uh, there was.
2: And the, the DM's Family musical. Yep,
0: that, I couldn't get through a single song of that is either. is there
2: a, so, cause I, uh, who the fuck said this to me? My brain is gone. A uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan musical. That's an oh, off-Broadway
0: yeah, comedy one being done by. Um, a
1: really good YouTuber, right? Which yeah, like, he does that's, like that's that's comedy songs. songs right? Yes. Yeah, so I, I, think, I would actually trust him, and actually what was really funny was, when he first wrote about it on uh, Facebook, I responded and said, uh, do you need, would you take a lady playing Chekhov? And he said, yes, except the person playing Chekhov also needs to play Sulu, so I don't think it would work for you. And I was like, yeah, you're right, I'm not that bassy. It was kind of sad. But, uh. Floss noticed me, Senpai, for like two seconds. But I yes,
0: he, he, uh, his will be a piss take of the whole concept, I think. Whereas, of,
2: of musicals or of, of Wrath of Khan? Well, the
0: the idea of turning a film into a musical. Okay,
2: that's something I can get behind.
0: And yes, it'll also probably be a parody of Wrath of Khan to an extent because, again, he's a comedy YouTuber, not a serious one. Which is funny, when I was looking up, I was trying to find interesting videos about Back to the Future, see if anyone had done an interesting analysis or anything, and that's how I was reminded, like, oh yes, this musical exists for some reason. From, like, even earlier, though, someone had done a Back to the Future musical trailer as a joke. To be like, wouldn't this be <laughs> stupid? <laughs> It's like, oh, guess what, buddy? Someone decided it wouldn't be, and yeah, the guy has like a dark brown wig, and it just looks terrible on him. So no, only Christopher Lloyd could pull off that hair.
2: Yes, yeah, it's because they want the money, you see. No, I know. It's and unfortunately, you, get, you have to put, like you don't don't need any creativity. You just need to get the money.
0: And people keep going to them for some stupid reason.
3: Well, because people have this idea that like the culture. Th- the, the theater culture. is is more cultured, but then you go and see some garbage. And, you know, the reason, like, it's not it's not good. I will say, though, I guess I'll
0: take that over there doing, like, a, a legacy sequel or a reboot that causes terrible boys on the internet to be terrible and ruin my enjoyment.
2: It sounds like you're speaking from experience, Chris. I mean, I
0: I, I honestly, like, now I just, I, I find it hard to even watch the original Ghostbusters anymore because I know so many horrible people oh, enjoy it.
2: Oh, yeah, that's what you're referring to. Here's good. the thing, though. Uh
3: oh! If they were to reboot, reboot it now, the car. Oh yeah, no. what would it be? I feel like it would have to oh, be like a, a, like a PT Cruiser or something. A uh, Hummer two.
2: It I would, want it to be. It
0: would be a Tesla.
2: Oh, you know, you're right. you're like, It has
3: to be a shitbox. It
0: has to. That's be sure is, One be of the exploding Teslas. Mm, what? Is, what is the twenty twenty three version of the
1: Delorean? Any Dodge. Like yeah. that's the thing. Is like. Oh wait, looks good, but is actually garbage. I How mean, about a two thousand Mitsubishi Eclipse? Not Eclipse, Galant. Galant, they're not very good looking.
3: Like, Shut up, they are. They look like a sedan. They're
1: cute sedans.
0: But yeah, it's that. But I think again, like you're going back to older cars. The Delorean was still new at the time, yeah, that's so true. it needs to be right. something it from the be, last yeah. couple of years. At well, I, I twenty no is an idea. older car. <laughs> no, no, two thousand, two thousand. Oh, I you said
1: two so thousand. Yeah, yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah, they my, haven't made PT
2: Cruiser. Ages.
0: Yeah, you no. Know, Maybe it'd be a Yaris. The other thing too what are is the like
2: cube-shaped ones. Oh, the cube. <laughs> the cube.
0: <laughs> but that's the thing, though, is like you don't really have the equivalent in the sense of like part of the reason it was this weird, unique car was because some guy who'd worked in the industry made his own company and made this car. Like, I don't think there's really an equivalent in that sense. And your average car company now isn't taking risks design-wise.
3: It's true. I mean, there's a few cars out there that are more creative I guess but they look like shit like that like the cube. Oh, whatever.
2: it looks awful. Uh, it looks like a computer case. <laughs>
3: but even that's pretty old at this point. Yeah.
0: Right in with up. your thoughts of what the 2023 DeLorean equivalent is on our Facebook page.
2: Yeah, I don't follow cars. My my brother follows cars and every conversation with with my family, they're just talking about new cars I'm like I I got nothing. I got nothing for you. So. almost all
0: they saw in this country anymore are SUVs. They're all ugly, they're all boring. I hate them.
2: Truth. They have it. Again, there's no segue. Good luck editing any of this, Chris. Yeah, it'll be fine. We keep, we keep bringing back to topics we covered a half an Look, hour ago. Look, if there were we any... We keep bringing the,
1: those topics back to the future. Hey. Okay, if there
0: were any awkward cuts where it seems like something's missing, like wh- how did they get from this to this, it's not because I cut out some completely unrelated nonsense. Uh, time travel. It was time travel. Yes,
2: thermal. yes, yes. We went back in time, you see, and we fixed that time loop.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh,
2: and now uh, Reagan's president again. No,
0: oh God, what have we done?
2: Reagan's president now, isn't he? Wouldn't he be a zombie? Zombie Reagan, 2024. <laughs> Speaking of things in in 2024, more of this podcast, but also this year. <laughs> Got nothing. I got no segway. 2024 no, will we'll be still, on Enterprise, we'll still be going. I think. Yes, we will. That's the plan. We'll still be on Enterprise in 2024. We'll,
3: we'll be finishing it up. 2024 is next year.
1: I know, but there's not that much Enterprise. Four there's seasons. more Enterprise yeah, than there four is TOS. seasons. I'm just saying, that's not that much Enterprise. That's over a year for us, so... Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Ugh, gross. <laughs> it's
0: a long road. No! Yeah! No!
1: We don't
2: need no roads! Ah. ah! Well, there we go. Where we're going. We don't need no roads. We need more Voyager. Uh, and next week we're back doing the normal Voyager thing. So I hope you enjoyed this, but I also hope you enjoy Voyager because we're going to cover next week episodes and we do it really well. Damn it, we yeah. damn do. Uh, episodes are going to be Lifeline and the Haunting of Deck Twelve. It's going to be a good time. Come back with us for that. You can listen to it, of course, and all of our other episodes on a podcast thing that you'd use. Any of them. (laughs) We're on all... If we're not on all of them, something's gone wrong with the feed. Uh, And let us know. But you can find us on SoundCloud or wherever you go. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. We're also on a Tumblr, where we've been covering lots and lots of great blog activities. I think this week, if you go onto the Tumblr, you can see part two of the Doppelganger post, which I cut in half, because it was a very long conversation. Mm. Holy goddamn shit, there are too many character doubles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I kept kept thinking of more, that's why, and I kept putting them on the list, because I'm a fool. Uh, So check that out there, uh, and just go back in time. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake.
0: This will have been Chris.
2: Oh, I don't, I don't even bother with tenses anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's actually a film, a 1973 film, called Orgy American Style. Fair enough. What's, it was a real movie.
2: What Give us a synopsis. Uh, <laughs>
1: Plot summary. The voluptuous and sultry foxy owner of a pirate radio station. a lot station. of adjectives. <laughs> it is. The voluptuous and sultry foxy owner of a pirate radio station manages to stay always one step ahead from the police, who constantly tries to put her hot show on wheels out of business for good. Taglines. Group swinging. Your doctor, school teacher, minister, and their wives.
0: Better than all the back to the future taglines.
4: <laughs>